a world where Toku fans are easy and the wrong figure arts are released for retail. Season seven, episode forty-two. Tattle Fantasy Island. It's all an island where everyone just jerks off to telling off on people. To just like, oh man, I gotta tell them they stole my credit. Just it's it's this where they get it going. I mean, really, why is it named Tattle? I mean, I know someone answered for us one time, but I still don't get it. It just it takes all the seriousness out of it. Yeah, it's like yeah. Tattle Fantasy like, I mean, makes I, like Tattle Quest I, worse. <laughs> I get it, um, I don't. but I don't at the same time. Like it, it just sounds like a t- like a tattletale got his ultimate dream. <laughs> it was a, it was an odd romanization choice for sure. I think. But... Well, they should have fired the Romans. You know, that's just they should. Honestly, they should just fire whoever does the romanization at Toei because they fuck up a lot. They really do. They're the worst human <laughs> beings ever. Pretty sure they just. Use an HK Subs dictionary. <laughs> Condole for the win. What is this? This is Condole. Oh, okay. Alpha, Condole. like alfalfa? No, for fuck's sake. <laughs> that was yes. so correct. She's the little rascal, right? <laughs> That's what Amazon's is about. It's a sequel to Little Rascals. <laughs> Alpha. It's about Spanky and Alfalfa fighting monsters. For Darla, right? Right? Well, that shit got dark pretty quick then. Whoopi Goldberg <laughs> is there, and she's also in Star Trek for some reason. Uh, <laughs> Gore Drive still gets me. But Wait, Are you still watching Star Trek? Uh, on and off occasionally, but just whenever she's on there, I just I never see her as whatever her name is, Guy. I just like, that's what we There we go. She just she wandered on set in a space nun outfit. Just like, decided to be a bartender. Like, just, okay, Whoopi Goldberg's like, oh, something's not right here. The lesbian commanders here instead of Worf. And then I'm like, oh, okay, thanks, Whoopi Goldberg. Is there, are you going to host the Space View now? Is that what they do in the future? Anyway, I don't even know where we are right now. I went from <laughs> talking about Tattle jerking off to Whoopi Goldberg in space. <laughs> typical typical episode, really. Oh, okay, the, the guy on the thing, no one's going to know what we're talking about now. But <laughs> the guy on that thing is uh, from... Uh, Mega Max. Oh, oh the, the Force oh. Anos movie. Yeah. Okay. He was. He was. You know, I remember Mega Max. Really extreme, like with like the explosions and shit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was like extreme. There's like the hot chick in the leather. Like. <laughs> well, wasn't that wasn't that Koichi? So that would explain yeah, yeah. why it yeah, was exactly. extreme explosions. That's why there's like that's just explosions what Koichi... and hot chicks because that's Koichi's mo. Well, it's hard to tell because she seemed like she was of age and not. To be like fair, <laughs> to be fair, are you complaining? I mean, Ko- Koichi doesn't discriminate. He just takes whoever's there. Doesn't matter. Oh, the age. Lord, it's just Lord. whoever. <laughs> Koichi's just like, do you have a vagina? All right, good. You're in the movie. <laughs> Go ahead. Talk We're gonna show it. off your legs. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> I just remember watching that movie with Brian, and we just kept laughing at like how. Ex- it was like I think a school bus almost exploded at one point out of nowhere, like for no reason. Like it was, oh, it was entertaining. Classic. 
<laughs> Let's never forget the Shining Toku example movie, Movie War Core. <laughs> I still might be messed up from it. <laughs> God, that one was awful. Coming like a core. Like, those black core metals just turned into, like, a CGI scribble instead of a cool black O's form. We just got a CGI scribble. <laughs> like, what even is he? Like... A scribble. Kawa. Cor- a cow with an A? Kawa? What are you talking about? Oh, Japan. It's Koa. It's C-O-A. It's Koa. Like, it's like Boa with a K. Oh, okay. Oh, Koa. No, <laughs> okay. <I didn't>. Uh, <laughs> Oh, Tays. Oh. It all ties back to Little Rascals. <laughs> the dots connect. Whoopi Goldberg, the Ice Nation, it's all there. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> right on. Um, Alright, so one-ups. Um, We've been at this for like ten minutes now. <laughs> <laughs> it's only been five. Shut up, it feels like ten. I know it does, guys. Um, I got my Q-Ranger toys. They're great. They're fun. I love them lots. I hate you. Long time? Yep. Long time. Uh, there's some Gashats in there too. Those are neat. Um, I got a burger. Got... I forgot about that. I was like, wait, did you rebuy Star Ninja stuff? Like in Solidarity? <laughs> no. Resist! <laughs> Resist! What's signs out there and put the Star Burger out there? Resist! <laughs> um, Remember the picture of Chris with the burger meal? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Chris's um, adventures with burger meal. Or... <laughs> the, the, I the mean, Chris's storyline's really gone downhill since he stopped partnering up with food droids. <laughs> Droids got replaced with the dog. <laughs> it ate the Zero out of ten. Zero out of ten. Not even a Burger King meal. I don't know why I picked Burger King. I hate Burger King. Burger King what? bought fucking Popeyes. And I swear to God, if they fuck with my Popeyes, I will murder every last one of them. That's so fast. It sounded like Burger King but fucking Popeyes. <laughs> right, Burger King's probably gonna buttfuck Popeyes. They're probably gonna just turn everything they are into chicken fries. New <laughs> chicken flavored chicken fries. Oh what? God. We've come full circle. <laughs> no, they actually taste like chicken, except they don't. <laughs> Did you see this, Brian? Beware GX box in June. Oh. It was the 5Ds one. I, what? I did not see that. Well, I just saw it on Poke Beach, and I'm excited because Beware is just frighteningly adorable. I shouldn't be just too surprised, considering uh, like we just get boxes for every single Japanese promo ever. Uh. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, he's he's very not good. Yeah, he's very not good. Poor guy. Well, who is not very not good? What? That, that's... Beware, Beware GX. He's not good. Oh. But he's a cutie, though, so. Well, yeah, yeah it's Beware, so. <laughs> uh, I don't think I've gotten anything else. I mean, I'm glancing around trying to find things, but I don't think so. No, I'm going to lean toward no. So good okay. times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. 
So yeah. That's, 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 that's it. all? That's just it. a huge ass shot of Denden sensor and that's just, it? A, just a huge ass shot of Kirano and that's it. Um, okay, so mine's not very long either. Oh my god. We knew. All the ladies so, knew. So I got Q-Ranger stuff too, and I was like in a mad dash to record it before I lost my voice, and then I never did. So like I ran myself ragged while sick for like two days for no reason, because I thought no, I didn't think I was gonna lose my voice, but I thought I was gonna get my sick old, old grandma voice, and I didn't want to do that because like that's what happened to me like a couple months ago when the movie Zords right before the movie Zords came out, as I had that shitty voice for like a week. And all that ended up happening was that I just couldn't talk for more than two minutes without coughing. So that was about it. Um, other than that, there hasn't been much going on, really. I've been kind of enjoying the game break before Horizon and before a Wii U, a Wii U Switch without a game. Because <laughs> apparently Zelda's sold out everywhere. I think that even the digital copies are sold out somehow. I don't know how that works. I mean, I suppose I could just go to the store and buy one on the day. But I'll never consider that. I want it shipped to me. I don't want to have to go somewhere. Ironically, I'll probably go somewhere, but not buy anything related to it. But so, <laughs> just I, I waited too long. Like I was thinking that the physical copies of the regular would just be there forever on Amazon, while I waited for somebody to stock one of the special editions. Like I'd even take the mid edition at this point, and then just make myself a master sword out of tinfoil. Just otherwise, I'm just gonna set up the switch and play Horizon. But like right now I'm thinking that sounds okay because I probably should finish Ryzen first but like when I get the console I know I'm going to be excited so I don't know we'll see bottom line is I'm stubborn and gameless so great the end the end oh I miss that guy <laughs> I don't the end whiny. Like, the guys, didn't, guys didn't include me, so I'm attacking you for some reason. Superhero Tyson, <laughs> You guys didn't include me, so I'm gonna attack you with this giant robot. Uh, Classic Superhero Tyson. Let's see. What's, Yukasa, what's happened to me? me. <coughs> Who's gonna rape him? You gotta, you gotta be there to understand. Okay, because I, I would love. You know to how it is. <laughs> I was in him. Like a terrible time for me to say that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I. Uh, let's see. What did I? What have <laughs> I done? Um, I got the Yarn Yoshi and uh, game with the Poochie amiibo for my DS. That's fun. Uh, I love Poochie. Poochie is just adorable. Um, I've gotten uh, a shit ton of Pokemon cards. Because I have a need uh, for cards. What? No. <laughs> I was. I went to lift my hand up, and then Maymay just darted out from like the corner, and like ran right into my hand and scared the crap out of me. That's all. Ah. Uh, but yes, yeah, I've got. I very much know the. <coughs> I got the two Sun and Moon three pack blister. Uh, Promos. I got the single pack ones. I got the Sogolio Elite Trainer box. I got the Ho Oh and Lugia Break Evolution box. Uh, I got a bunch of stuff there, and that made me happy. So are um, you like caught up on everything now, or? I think I'm probably gonna get the Lunala box, and oh, I get the the, the Elite Trainer box, and uh, I'm gonna get the Theme decks, and that'll be everything for Sun and Moon. But I've got pretty much everything. Uh, I've got a Pre Marina GX, which 
made me happy. I didn't get a Decidueye. Uh, I was really hoping to get a Decidueye, mostly so that I could just rub it in Brian's face that I pulled a Decidueye. <laughs> GX. Um, I, I I have four now. I traded for two and then bought two. Still have oh, no, I to pull one. Did. And that's why I was hoping to pull one. Like I, In fact, my part of my reasoning behind getting the Elite Trainer box is that there was a bunch of packs in there, and I was hoping one of them would be have Decidueye like, GX in there. I still have yet to pull any of the three starters. <coughs> I have them all. I have several copies of all of them, but I have yet to actually pull any of them. <laughs> the only... I got gumshoes, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, the only other GX card I've gotten is uh, Lorantis. Uh... I did, and then the only starter I'm missing um, a card at all for is Decidueye. I've got um, Rowlet and Dartrix, Torcat and Litten, and Incineroar, and then uh, Brion, Poplio, and, and Primarina. I'm just missing a Decidueye card. But so I've gotten a bunch of packs of those. Um, and then I. Finally opened all the theme decks I bought however long ago because I actually plan to teach Kaylee to play the game now that she can read a little bit. It kind of took longer than I expected for her to get a little bit of reading uh, enough to where she can kind of know what the cards say. And I was kind of surprised because, you know, I remember the last theme decks I bought were the Leafeon and Glaceon ones back in Diamond and Pearl. Oh, jeez. That's Majestic Dawn. Yeah, way back in Majestic Dawn, and before, and I had the two from Majestic Dawn. I had the three starter ones from Diamond Pearl, and then before that, it was back in, um, it was the Blaine deck from Gym Challenge. Oh Christ, dude! Right, I had a fossil <laughs> deck, a um, a Gym Challenge deck, and then I had uh, did I have a? I know I have a Team Rocket one too. I have a Rocket one, and then I have the, the uh, the, the Diamond and Pearl ones. So I. I was like, oh, okay, well, let's see. I open it. And I was like, so it comes in an actual, like, little card box. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. I thought, like, I was going to have these, like, fucking weird-shaped fucking boxes to keep the deck together. No, it's got its own little box. I'm like, this is awesome. What the fuck? And then I the thing is, you know, I don't know if you remember, but back then, even, I think, all at Majestic Dawn, a theme deck was $20. Was it? I thought they were. I know the I know the ones that I bought from um, Gen One were oh and I had I did have a um, I had the Espeon Neo Discovery and I had the Kingdra Neo Genesis decks and all of those I know definitely through Gen Two it was twenty dollars for a theme deck and well, I'm, I'm glad they got cheaper because they still suck so. they're cheaper <laughs> but it's like a little bit nicer when you take it all out the box and they have well, like well yeah the, yeah for sure. Like you, like you, and like they didn't have a, a like a playmat thing so to show you what everything was. Like so now I feel like I've got more stuff for less money. I'm like this is fantastic. Yeah, I'm all about more stuff for less money. Uh, so that was cool. I'm like, why did no one tell me they came like this? I'd have been because they got like the, the boxes have really pretty art. Well, uh, fair enough, <laughs> but the boxes have really pretty artwork. I'm like, well now I kind of want to. Go flush my toilet. I kind of want to get, like, you know, the evolution ones and whatever else, just because, like, I know they come in a little box and they're adorable. But, um, <laughs> so I did that. Um, I've got a crap ton of stuff sitting in my private warehouse. 
I'm hoping to get the Gashat Gear dual beta this week, and then I will ship everything. Because I've got everything Q-Ranger that I bought. I did not buy the buckle and the weapon. I plan to. I'm just going to buy them in March when things there's a little bit, a few less items to buy. Um, plus, it will should definitely qualify me for a Pegasus Qtama, uh, which I want to make sure I get. And so everything's sitting there. Gashat's sitting there. Gashag Gear Duel. I can't wait to just get my stuff because I'm kind of tired of it all sitting there. But um, so there's that. And then I have um, what I've been playing uh, more or less. I'm at like the actual main part of the story with Aqua and Magma where you go to like the seafloor cabin and stuff. Mm. Um, And then I've been playing Sun and Moon and I'm uh, on Akala Island, going towards the first trial there. I usually only play those games on the weekend. I don't get to play them too much during the week. So, um, <coughs> but I absolutely love Sun and Moon like so much. Like I get excited every time I go to play it. And see, like my completionist nature and my OCD, I don't just catch everything in the area. I get to Route Four, and oh look, it's Evie. Now Evie is already. If you look in the guide, it's got the little dark... It's got the filled-in triangle, which means it's all fucking almost impossible to find an Eevee. You're going to sit there for a while. Unless you're pretty lucky. Lucky! Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, because of the way that I am, I have to sit there and catch enough Eevees that I can have one of each when I finally evolve them. So I catch one to keep as an Eevee, and then I catch... One for Vaporeon, one for Jolteon, one for Flareon, all the way down the line. So then I have to try and find eight of them. Then on top of that, I only catch male Pokemon, unless they're specifically only female or whatever. So then I have to make sure that the Eevee I find is a male. If it's a female, then I just have to try and like find ways to stall so it calls for help and a male shows up. That took probably about at least an hour per game to do that. That was really obnoxious. But that's that's just my brain and I have to live <laughs> with it. Like there's not much brain, I, dude. there's not much I can do to turn it off. I wish I could because I wanted to just move forward and I'm like, no, I have to stay here and I have to I did it on X and Y. I had I caught one for each. I'm like, I have to stay here, I have to do this, I cannot move on until I have eight fucking EVs. <coughs> um But it's it's really neat. I'm looking to replace the Trumbeak and the Alolan Rattata on my moon team um, shortly. Um, in fact, I think I, I, I will have a Mudbray, so Mudbray is going to be put on there in place of one of them, and I'm trying to find a, another one to replace that other one, just because I want to mix it up, but I'm already using Trumbeak on Sun right now. Um, but uh, yeah, those those games continue to be everything I've ever wanted or needed in Pokemon. Um, and then pretty much all the rest of what I've been doing is Johto Pokemon and 
go, which is amazing. I've seen like a shit ton. Um, me and the wife have been driving around. Like, you know, it's great if you have to ever put children. Anyone ever has to put children to sleep? Drive around with them in a car for a while at night with them in their pajamas, uh, and they will fall asleep. Especially if you like crack the windows some, so that night air gets in. They will go to sleep in about five minutes. Uh, and then we could just sit there while they're sleeping in the car and catch as much Pokemon as we want. <coughs> um, so I've gotten quite a few things. I've had a few things run away. Yanma, Slugma, uh, Lantern ran away. Um, did manage to get a Chikorita and a Totodile. Still can't find a Cyndaquil, which of course, because it's my favorite, it's going to be the last one I find. Fucking asshole. Um... <laughs> And I'm sitting here because like I got a dragon scale with my like seventh day straight of Pokestop swab spinning, and I don't have enough candy to evolve Cedra, and I'm just sitting here wishing that I'd thought ahead to stock up on horses, Poliwags, and uh, Wait, why didn't you think about that? I don't know. I've like, been doing I really... that for months. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's a couple of them that I was doing it with, and for like for some reason, like, I guess because I just tend to forget about like Kingdra or and stuff. Like, I wasn't thinking about How it. Dare you? Like, I have enough Slowpoke candy, and I have enough. Is it Oddish candy? I believe, but I don't have. Uh, I'm a, a little bit of Hollywood candy short. I'm a, I'm not very short on. Like Zubat candy or, or horsey candy. I've only got one fucking Chansey, so I don't know when the hell I'm getting a Blissey. <laughs> like even during the Valentine's promotion, I had I had trouble finding fucking I Chansey. Only, I only found one the entire Valentine's promotion. Yeah, I found one. I had trouble finding Lick like the like little Lick Lickitung and all this. I found like several Porygon, which made me. I think I'm kind of close to having enough. Yeah, I need the I, item I've got an, I've got enough for. I think all the Johto evolutions except Blissey. I just need yeah. damn items. So now I, I did stock up on Eevee. I got enough Eevee candy that when they eventually get to Gen Six, I'll if, if I catch no more <laughs> Eevee, I can. So now what I'm doing is like Murkrow. My area is fucking flooded with Murkrow. I catch every goddamn Murkrow I can find. Because by God, when they add Sinnoh, I want a fucking Hunch Curl like right away. I love that thing, and so that's my new that's my new bit now. Is anything that evolves eventually, like I'm just catch you, catch you. I don't give a shit how weak you are. Fucking catching everything in sight. Like it's, but I love it. I love all the changes that they've made. Um, the little item carousel at the bottom, like I love that. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, having new berries, um, <coughs> like, there's, it's, it's actually, like, a, it's really fun, and it's so different compared to the way it was when it first came out, like, it's almost hard to believe where they're at now. Um, but then, like, I had my parade tonight, and it made me realize that I need a Go Plus very badly, because, like, I never got one, and every time, like, I go to an alert, and it'll be like, oh, Go Pluses are back in stock on Amazon. I'm like, oh, cool. I'll get one later because I'm busy right now. And then when I go back, they're out of stock. So now the next time I get an alert like that, I'm just going to – I don't care what I'm doing. I could be, like, cleaning fine china. 
fuck it, I'm dropping that shit. <laughs> I don't care. And I'm getting me a Go Plus because here I was, I had my parade today, and the amount of steps that I could have gotten and not drained my phone. My phone was at 1% on an airplane move by the time I was done because I had to like keep it from dying. And I, because the, the fucking float doesn't go over 25 miles an hour. So the entire length of the parade, I could have had as distance hatching eggs <clears throat> on top of the fact that we just, we walk, we physically fucking walk through the French Quarter from one place to another from like one party to another party and then from that party to the buses to take us back to the first place so we could get our costumes on it was and then the fuck it's five o'clock in the afternoon three o'clock oh three o'clock in the afternoon i'm like this is fucking ridiculous i could have gotten so many steps it's obscene like i could have hatched like 15 eggs like um <laughs> uh, like it was, it was just, it was stupid. But I'm like, I definitely need one for next year, because um, I'm not missing this out again. But so that's a thing. Um, and we've been doing our catch up of Agents of Shield, finally. Um, it's like the one show that we record uh, on the DVR that we have not kept up with. So we we watched all of the uh, episodes. We've all episode two over the past week. Uh, we watched season two, <laughs> <coughs> um, and we are halfway through season three. So we're at the part, um, they've just gotten back from the planet, and Hive has taken over Ward. Now, I know a lot of the things that are about to happening because I've been here and listened to you all talk about it. So nothing's really a surprise. It's or it's, it's If it's a surprise, it's more like, oh yeah, that happens, I forgot about that. Not so much like, oh, I didn't see that coming. Uh, and then it's just weird because, like, I'll see things. Like, oh, here's Sky's mom, but all I see is roulette. <laughs> um, it's a, it's the opposite for me. <laughs> and then it was really funny because we're, we're watching season two and they flash back to um, getting the, the monolith. Um, not the, well, not the monolith, but the little, um, the diviner. And they're getting the diviner and she... Uh, there's Dum Dum Dugan on the screen. I'm like, oh look, honey, it's Damien Dark. And she's like, what? Uh, uh-uh. I'm like, yeah, that's Damien Dark, just with a mustache. And they got up real close on his face, and she's just like, holy shit. <laughs> <coughs> like I'm like, see, they're everywhere. These fucking people are everywhere. And then the guy who plays Gideon Malik, Powers Booth, is the voice of Gorilla Grodd in the Justice League cartoon. So now. When, of course, I look things up, like, oh, who is so-and-so? Because I know the voice might sound familiar, or the face might be familiar. Now, whenever he, like, has been talking to Ward and stuff, all I see is Gorilla Grodd on the screen. <laughs> so now Gorilla Grodd's part of, a part of Hydra. And, and it's, because he talks, he has that same inflection and the same pacing as when he would voice Grodd. So now it's like, it makes it worse. It makes it worse. It's not like he changed his voice any to do it. He just was talking as himself. I'm like, oh god, fucking Grodd is on here talking to Ward, and all I see is a big giant gorilla. It doesn't help that the man is could be a fucking gorilla. Like, like dear lord, these people. <laughs> but it's it's really fun. I'm I'm lacking watching it and binge watching it because it's awesome. But probably after this, we'll 
watch Agent Carter and the Netflix shows and be caught up on Marvel because uh, we desperately want to be, especially me, because I've been hounding her about it for a while now. <coughs> but uh, now that Dawson is sleeping, uh, I think that's everything. I'm sleeping. I'm watching some magician stuff. <laughs> some magician? Like you're, you're learning math? Like, no, magicians. <laughs> important stuff. Important <laughs> stuff. Magician. I heard I'm watching some magician stuff, which either meant he's watching like some kind of a home renovation show or he's <laughs> learning math. I don't know. I'm watching Extreme Makeover Home Edition. I don't know what the Did fuck he's doing. Did they love it doing. or list it? <laughs> Both. <laughs> they have magic. It's it's fillery edition, so it's mainly just a lot of shitting in Wellsprings. I don't know his life. Fucking cockknocker. So toy fair. <laughs> there was some toys there. Hey, that rhymes. They should hire me to do the slogan and then fire me immediately for that weak attempt. Uh... Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, I mean, Ninja Steel wise, uh, there's more villain figures. Uh, Ninja there's Master training guy figures. figures. I'm happy about that. I like that a lot. I didn't I, expect I do that. Too. I saw that and. Like, I'm not buying really anything Ninja Steel, but I saw those, and I'm like, I kind of want to buy those. Like, I Why like didn't the... we get the samurai ones from their, like, tight porn outfits with, like, the alarmingly short <laughs> sleeves? It's like, if you're going to wear a tank top, just wear a tank top. They all got, like, a woman's small on Hot Topic, which is, like, really just the size of a baby. Just, like, what the hell? <laughs> a woman's small on Hot Topic. Dear Lord. Well, because the Hot Topic think... sizes run small. I don't think Natalie could fit in a woman's small. <laughs> Like, <coughs> but well, yeah, I was doing I was pleasantly surprised by those, so um, I dig them a lot. They're neat. Yeah, I I kind of do wish now that we did get the samurai porn outfits. Uh, <laughs> but you uh, get Megaforce ones too. It was always the same outfit. <laughs> uh, we're getting a Madam Fufufum figure, so people don't have to launch a campaign. <laughs> For, about like they them did hating for what's a trash cat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's see. What else? What else? Um, well, we've seen the Lion Fortress before, but they showed the Megazord in it, and it's, it's so tiny. It's like, so funny. Like, why did they do that? They usually go too small and people complain. Now they've gone too big. Like <laughs> They're like Winston with pranks, but with Megazord <laughs> sizes. They, it's like, I like the way it looks on its own. I think it actually proportionately looks a little bit better than Lion Hao. But like when you put the, the Ninja yeah. Steel Megazord in there, they're missing out on what makes uh, Hao Shurikenjin look cool. Yeah, it's definitely, like, definitely not displaying that one combined, for sure. Yeah, like... It's just, I don't know. It's gone too far the other way. They either go sex offender list or blueberry in the cereal. And it's like... Uh, uh, and it, like It's funny because I, I mentioned this on Twitter, but it's like there's no surefire sign that the action figures are the biggest selling Power Ranger toy than it is to see the fact that they like doubled the size of an already huge toy just to accommodate the action figures more than the actual Megazord. <laughs> yeah, like it's, it looks ridiculous. 
Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of neat. It has lights and sounds and stuff too, so it'll probably be a little bit more fun. But yeah, the, the combination looks absolutely Which is hilarious. crazy because, you know, it's the exact opposite in Japan. Like, the action yeah, figures <laughs> have a non-existent presence that everyone's like, Mecha! We'll play toys! Yeah, it's, it's also it's interesting that we're getting the Lion that. Fortress this year. I thought it would be next year for sure. Yeah, that's uh, kind of weird. Given but, hey. that I thought... Uh, shit, I'm forgetting the name of the armored form. Uh, Chozetsu. Yeah, but I thought Chose that was going to be, you know, the Super Steel. Right. I mean, they still could. They might like find a way to just like edit around that somehow. But it just it surprised well, me. Did they say when this year? Because it... Getting it this year could mean it comes out at Christmas time when they're pre- preparing for the no, Super it'll, Steel. It'll come out before then. Because like, everything at Toy Fair will come out by fall. Mm. Especially so. since everything was under the Ninja Steel banner instead of the Super Steel banner. Yeah, or whatever we'll call it. You know it's going to be super. Let's yeah. get real. Uh, Maybe if we a... joke about it enough, they won't <laughs> call it that. Hard Steel. Hard. Blue Steel. Just a bunch of like smoldering looks. Max Steel. There we go. It's just a failed movie. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Uh, There's some new vehicles. Uh, Gold's Guitar Sword is actually getting, like, a release in the actual big sword price point and not the shitty version. And it can fire That's fantastic by itself. So that's fun. And the Gold Ranger's Morpher, which is just the gold version of the Karakuri Hangin, so he can also not use it to summon anything. (laughs) It's not the burger. Fuck Bandai! Fuck Saban! Burgers! Gotta get that out of the way. Uh, <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't get it. Like, why is there so much hatred towards it, and then so much embracing for the Juju Burger within the same month? <laughs> what? Okay, say something. I'll, I'll be back in a minute. Okay. Um. I well, I, I was, I, I agree that I was kind of surprised at the amount of hate towards it. I. Granted, I do personally agree that I, I would have liked to have seen some. Not that I want to see the burger, but I would have liked to have seen something a little bit more, maybe than just it's the regular Morpher painted gold. I know like, some people thought that they might just use the guitar sword, but I, given that they didn't use the sword in the first place, but yeah, like that that was an option I thought about. But yeah, since they didn't want to have one less toy, like it made sense to have something different. Um, I just kind of figured maybe they could, like they would have found a way to capitalize a little bit on the fact that he is cowboy themed and his mecha is like the bison and the the buggy. Um, that maybe they could have come up with something else that just wasn't a hamburger. Because like I said, a hamburger, I think it would be silly. I mean, already in the ninja, there was very little explanation as to his powers and why they are what they are like we know he he got his powers because he read the grandpa's book and then found him in for idiots just (laughs) like how to ninja yourself for dummies but like why his stuff is what it is we never really got an explanation for and i don't know if there would have been a good way to Trans- I mean, we're doing it, but how how you would translate that into the American? But I don't know. It's well. I mean, I, I didn't think. I thought the chances were good we wouldn't use it because it is so odd. But at the same time, the way the Ninja Steel like prism works, it seems to like read 
the user's desires, like with the Zords and with Preston's magic. So I right. kind of figured if they did it, then maybe this dude was just like super into burgers. So, but yeah, I don't know. Um, it did seem like the picture that I saw that they added a little bits to it to make it a little bit different. Yeah, it's too. like a like gun little... now. Yeah, yeah, so that's kind of neat. I mean, it is slightly remolded, but... I, I like you it. Know, so you know, I was thinking about... This is like not specifically about the gold thing, but about the whole explanation of the reason they did all of this was because they wanted to sell essentially two big ticket items. And I was thinking, why didn't they... They could still do that. They could have still made the sword the morpher, but then just put more effort into the Karakuri Hengen and like made it have the bow mode and stuff, and then sell that as like the big ticket weapon. It's just I don't know. Like I get their reasoning sales wise, but it just seems weird, especially since I, in the show they make no effort to make <laughs> the morpher important. I think it's just because the Karakuri <gasps> Hengen sold so shitty in Japan. They just figured American kids wouldn't want it either. Why are they following Japan? They're, they shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> like, so closely. I mean, they picked the Ninja, which had shitty toy sales anyway, over just, I don't know. Over Tokyo that had good ones, but yeah. Or, or, or at least, on the other hand, maybe the people in the show could make more of an effort to make the Morphers seem more important. <laughs> Yeah, because they're like, failing pretty hardcore. Yeah, it's just like... And then they're like, oh, it can't spin because it has to be able to read it. The sword doesn't read shit! Why doesn't it spin, idiots? Didn't yeah. Think about that before you answer. God damn, man. Uh, <laughs> the blocks won't work because kids don't understand blocks. Shapes? What even are they? We don't want to confuse <laughs> kids. Yeah, they said uh, they were asked if they were going to do Geoger or Q-Ranger. And they're like, uh, we're still waiting final confirmation, but the the Geoger cubes aren't workable. I'm like, what the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> I know. Like, I like how they, they said that, too. Like, they made it seem like, well, we can't comment at this time. But Geoger sucks! Like, <laughs> that was basically what they said. What like, they said. <laughs> like, I don't want to be a pure bias, but I endorse this candidate. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was, it, was, it was really stupid. It's like, and then people were going like, oh, it's probably in reference to the fact that it's not really workable in Zord Builder. And I'm sitting there going, well, you just add ports to the cubes... And, like, give the Eagles arm sockets Zord Builder ports and call it a day. I mean, it's not hard yeah, like, to do. It's not, really. I mean, it all comes down to the fact that they worked with them for Q-Ranger and it has a gimmick. Yeah, exactly. But it's just unfortunate. That, that's it. <laughs> Sorry. Because, as we've talked about, both Tokyuger and Jyoger have elements that would be enormously appealing here if they just looked at it from, like, a normal, like, toy appeal standpoint, then like a dlc toy gimmick standpoint because mm-hmm. there's like lots of other toy lines that do fine without you know having to buy supplemental materials it's just it's kind of sad that we've kind of found that gimmick now too yeah uh, um, mainly i just want figures can you just give us figures and then i'll <laughs> shut up just <laughs> just give me the world figure and a rokugo figure and i'll go in my corner and i won't harass you until at least next week <laughs> Uh, speaking and he of will harassing, quietly pleasure himself in that corner. <laughs> uh, we are getting the, the, on people. the chainsaw sword too. Yeah, I kind of expected That's that. That's pretty neat. I knew we were getting it. It's just I, it's cool. I, I like it a lot. <laughs> I was kind of surprised we didn't hear about it earlier since it like debuted right at the start of the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I expect we'll probably see it pretty soon. The one on display looks like a final production copy. 
and it's like yeah. in a box that looks done too. So I, I would expect we'd probably see it within a month or so. I do honest. like that we get these large price point weapons that are, uh, especially that are a little more in scale. It's really into them. <laughs> a lot of vanity. Well, <laughs> that are more in scale than the ones we get from Japan because those are pretty dinky. Like, yeah. Uh, and it gives us something that that sets like our toy line apart from theirs because while everything is a, is essentially a direct copy, you know, all our sounds are different, or a lot of times we color things different and, and leave things out. Uh, but here with something like the having a large ver- version of the sword, it gives it something in a benefit column as opposed to, oh, we just made a shittier version of the Japanese toy. Well, nope, ours is bigger, bitch. Like, you know, <laughs> we got a, a big guitar sword or whatever. Like, that's that's awesome. That's a selling point that makes people want to buy it. Especially even if they already do have, there's someone like us who might already have the Japanese version. Like, well, here's incentive because it's bigger. And easier to hold in your large adult man hands or if you're Shuki in your tiny woman hands. Exactly. It's not the size, mate. It's how you use it. <laughs> exactly. So Brian tells Cat all the time. Exactly. Nailed it. But I think that's about it for Ninja Steel. Um, legacy stuff. Uh, Black Titanus was on there. That's a thing. Uh, again, that is coming out. Uh, Legacy Power Sword was on there, and apparently it's Flimsy Blade or something, even though I don't totally buy that, but whatever. Apparently two um, uh, Legacy Power Swords are taller than Mia, so that's... Yeah, that is... Okay, you want to know how is that's... <laughs> uh, the Legacy... I'm gonna right up or... <laughs> <laughs> The Legacy Power Coin set, the old one, uh, is out now. The Ninja Coin set is coming out uh, later this year. So wait, wait, hold on. What is? Was there a picture of it? No. Because um, I'm like, they, they were in, exactly they were in Bruno's video, set. I believe, but they weren't actually at Toy Fair. Was oh, it all what six? The... Uh, I don't remember. I'd have to go back in the video and look. I think so. Because yeah. I feel like they'd leave out Falcon and maybe do a Tommy set of all three of his. I could totally see them doing that. So. W- they put out a power coin set of the regular power coins. Yeah, what you're telling except me? yeah, the, it's the original power coins, except they're they're like the gold color instead of the weathered ones that I we got have you. before. Uh, and as far as I know, the ninja ones are gonna be the same finish, I believe. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll have to go back in the video and look at that. I'm not one of the ninja ones. Sure. Look shiny from the, if I remember from the video. Okay. I figured they were getting the glowing jammy dodgers. So. Yeah, legacy legacy uh, jammy dodgers. They're great and expensive. Uh, <laughs> they they might give you abs. That's why they're so expensive. Yeah, that's true. You can break sinks and stuff. It's really neat. Uh, but you can't get an eight pack. You can't be shredded like Kylo Ren. <laughs> but you can be like almost Kylo Ren. You can be like Kai. You can get an just, just pack be like Lego Batman. Hey, hey, we get <laughs> we get him on two CW shows, and that just makes me happy. Cool. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> that set is supposed to have like a light up base, and I think the actual coins light up too, or something like that. So I don't know, but they're gonna be cool. They they better be because the retail price is like a hundred dollars or some shit. Jesus. 
so they better be really fucking nice. But um, they do look nice at the very least. Better make my dick anyway. sing. Um, mm. no sign of the Shogun Megazord or anything like that. Uh, which sucks. <laughs> I yeah, it's it. a little bit odd. But you got one more to go. I mean, come on. Maybe, you can they're do trying it. To, maybe they're trying to decide whether or not the arm should be pink or white. It's a, it's a big debate at the Bandai offices. <laughs> Toy accurate or show accurate? <laughs> Technically, it'll be both if it's pink. <laughs> That's true. Uh, just stick it in Titanus and now it's accurate. Uh, but uh, as far as the legacy figures go, uh, the whole Zero team so was pretty. on display. They look great. I love um, it. I can't wait for my Legacy Zeo Megazord, uh, the the Zord, like the Builder figure. Yeah, I, that's one I'm of my favorite Megazords. A, a good figure of that. That. Yeah, Megazord. it's one of my favorites, and I loved it as a kid. And to have a good figure of it, like, makes me so very happy. Yeah, because it was one of the worst Retro Fire ones. <laughs> um, but and, uh, there's. There's that going on. They do look really nice. In Bruno's video, we saw early prototypes of the Dino Thunder group, including oh White. God. So thank you, powers that be, because I, I wasn't it. in the original listings, and I got really worried. We're the Ninja Storm guys. <laughs> We're holding them hostage. They're in the same room with G3 Mild. <laughs> but I did like that uh, he kind of was like, hey, we'd love to see a Triassic Ranger. Hint, hint. Just, I do like the Triassic Ranger suit. So, Tri- Triassic Ranger's know. gonna be hanging out with the other Ninja Storm guys. Probably. So easy, just finish him. I'm like, I really I'm like let's campaign for Justin Nemo. Fuck him, he's the wrong Nemo. We need the Ninja Storm Rangers. Just fuck him. We need ne- Legacy Nemo. What, finding Legacy Nemo? actual Nemo. Yes. yes. <laughs> no one tried. No one's about finding Justin Nemo. It's all about finding Nemo Prime. Just, I mean, Nemo Prime. <laughs> I don't know. But and I actually liked in Bruno's video how they talked to the guy about the like the paint apps and stuff, and he's like, "Yeah, because yeah. I actually didn't know how that worked, and that's kind of yeah." And I was like, "No, we we make our own at first, or we just like paint it completely show accurate, and then we say yeah, we how much is it? and then we're like, how much is it going to cost to?" get it painted like this and then we slowly take away unnecessary details to make it as close as possible and still charge you a price that won't make you scream and cry how much money <laughs> did they save by doing the silver belts or was that just someone being drunk no, that was just <laughs> someone being drunk because they did white ones like two minutes before they did that <laughs> yeah because the the ones released before and the ones released after are white uh that was that's not annoying being, at all that was that was someone being like drunk at the factory Blame the little China kid that painted you. <laughs> Was that Wait, which ones afterwards so. are white? Like those <laughs> yellow, ranger, particular rangers? Or oh, yellow, yellow, okay. Uh, speaking of, are those out yet? They just yeah, were, yeah. They, like, they were just found earlier today. Okay, I'm asking because I want them, and I want my Megazord to be whole, and I want my fucking space Megazords, the, the Astro Megazord to be whole. Like you're almost there, I'm fucking buddy. tired. Of, I'm <laughs> fucking tired of having amputees just like sitting on my fucking kitchen table. I think they should just make the the Megazord for each wave match. Like have a Astro Megazord piece come with an MMPR guy or something. Just that's really kind of ridiculous that you have to yeah. wait 
three or plus waves to complete something, Just and we're inevitably going to have hey. yeah, we're we're going to have <laughs> like a permanent amputee at some point when the line gets canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to be the poor sap? <laughs> yeah, like that's Who's? the game really at this point. I feel like we're oh, in a I'm dark game show. We need to pull up like a like a, a murder board and just cross out like a <laughs> candidates. Like, all right, this one's out. We'll see who's gonna be actually the amputee. But it it seems like and maybe I could be just mis you know, understanding what I'm seeing. It seems like though, at the very least from you know with Bruno's video that they're committed to putting out Zeo and Dino Thunder figures. Yeah. Uh so, so like that if, makes me if happy. the line gets canned after those get released, then we thankfully won't have any amputees, so yeah. <laughs> Just a that. Blake Hunter and Cam sized hole in my heart. <laughs> the best the, the the three best parts of the fucking Dino Thunder team up. Like them going into the abyss of evil. It doesn't help that whenever they put out like feelers for what they want to see next, the fans are like shrieking out things like Psycho Rangers! The Lone Ranger! He's not even in it! Just let them finish Ninja Storm <laughs> first. Like Park Rangers! God damn it, fandom, you're ruining it for everyone. <laughs> Give us Ranger Smith. We want Ranger Smith. He has to stop Yogi and Boo Boo. <laughs> Build a figure, Yogi. <laughs> um, but speaking of absurd legacy things, uh, so everyone cried for weapons, uh, and oh. instead of being and they did cry like bitches. Logical and just releasing a weapons a weapons. Set, that or, would have you know, been nice. Just giving the weapons with the figures and upping their price like five dollars or whatever it took. Well, um, okay, hold on. First of all, okay, you'd have it. to give a weapon set for MMPR. Like, like I agree with you putting the weapons with like future releases, but I would not go back and rebuy like Jason and Billy and whatever. Why with... buy them? Because it's the metallic armor. That's the thing. But like when we get to other seasons that didn't have a metallic armor power up. Granted, where's unless, light? Look, unless they're going to change... Those didn't look very metallic. Unless they're going to change them, those did not they, look they, very metallic. <clears throat> that's my problem. And I was going to get to that in a second. But <laughs> uh, that is my main problem with these is... <clears throat> excuse me. That you can do when it. They, <laughs> when they were first uh, like announced, I saw like, oh, they're going to release a metallic set with weapons. I'm like, I really don't give two shits about the weapons, to be honest. But hey, I could go for metallic MMPR Rangers because metallic armor is a thing. I'm like, bam, justified in my mind. And then I looked right, at them, right. and it was, it's like that, they, they call it metallic, but it's like this weird translucent-esque plastic that gives off this light metallic sheen for some reason. Because I don't know what they do to the plastic. They jizz in it. I don't know what they do. but uh, That's what I do. <laughs> gives it a sheen. Uh, Some of that filler. Charlie sheen. I get AIDS. It doesn't do it for me. Um, it, when I see them in person, and if they look nice and metallic, then I, I person? What? pick them up. Did you say semen person? <laughs> no. That's what I, that I swear to God I heard that. Like, that's not me being dirty. I swear to God, that's what I heard him say. Semen I said, person. see them in person. Oh, I really, I, I really heard <laughs> semen person. Semen person. Uh, but so I might change my mind when I actually see them. But uh, as of right now, I'm not see them in person. Bother, but uh, we'll see. If, if they look metallic enough for me to go, yeah, this is metallic armor. Then sure. But then they're not going to give me my white ranger. So fuck it. 
Yeah. <laughs> He'll get released at. Yeah, because that's that was my first sure. thought was like, well, if all six of them got it, and now they'll probably do green. It's like son of a bitch. That's not show accurate. <laughs> they'll, they'll do green. <laughs> like, like I, I do wish they came with their weapons because, like, I kind of would pose them with the weapons, not, like, because I, I just think that all the teams when their individual weapons are usually like a pretty cool looking thing, but. So I'm like, I don't know why you wouldn't put them there. Like, okay. I know we just talked about the paint app charging thing, but I don't understand what Bandai situation is different from, like, the Marvel figures where, like, you'll get a Burt Macklin figure that comes with his guns, an alternate head, and a piece of Groot for the same 1999 price as the Power Rangers figures, and they're like, we don't know how to put them in the same box! Help! And it's like, they seem to be really struggling. <laughs> and I'm like, like, I get the different things cost different money but these other companies have been doing it and it's like they probably just need to find a better factory because not all the figures need weapons like spider-man he doesn't have any weapons but then you'll have you know burt macklin with his weapon or like you know well, iron man with an alternate head who's who makes those figures like, like is it bandai hasbro. hasbro hasbro probably uses a different factory that it's alice toy barn actually that <laughs> that has a cheaper Chinese sweatshop, and the kids work for less money. Well, get that going then, Bandai. And so, <laughs> so they can give you Burt Macklin's gun and another head and a piece of Groot for the same price that you know Bandai's little Chinese kids give you a blaster and a piece of a Megazord that leaves you with an amputee. Well, it's the same thing with like why are the Voltron figures like feeling so like good quality, and then you have the movie Zords that feel like I can put soup in them the, and like store soup. Like, <laughs> like, like that's that's kind of my thing. Is that I mean, if you look at the movie Zords at, compared to Playmates Voltron figures, uh, I mean, at least the Legendary Lions or yeah, Legendary Lions, um, like there is a minimal price difference and a huge quality difference. If you look at a like normal Ninja Steel Megazord and then you bounce over to like Transformers and you look at a Voyager class, which mind you is at least ten dollars cheaper at most retailers, there's again a huge quality difference. And so I'm not really sure what Bandai's thing is, but they just continue to make and I don't want to say subpar toys, because a lot of the times the toys are still fun. But when you look at their build quality and their paint applications and their molding or whatever it may be, and then compare it to the same price points of other companies, there's a huge difference. And again, yeah. I'm not sure why exactly. It might have to do with the factories, like Kevin said. Uh, it might have to do with just them being fucking greedy maybe i don't know exactly but there is definitely a huge difference there for sure that uh never seems to quite add up yeah because like i'm the first one to like not be quite as hard on them especially when people are like why don't we just release the japanese ones but now we have like more like comparable things here and it seems like I understand they need to cut costs, but it seems like they're cutting even more costs than they need to. Yeah, it's like yeah. the Puppy and Pigeon book again. Like, oh, no one's going to fucking notice. <laughs> like, I I did not watch Brian's reviews of the, the Voltron Lions. I don't know much about any of that. I just For some reason, saw... I thought you were going to say Elf. I'm like, hey, <laughs> you can watch that. I did not watch Elf. I um, only saw the, the pictures when he posted them on his blog. All I know 
though, is that seeing them one behind the other, like, oh, I forgot the order he did it, but here's the pterodactyl zord, and then here's, like, whatever lion that day. Pterodactyl? Terry, it's a, yes, it's a dactyl named Terry. God damn it, don't just keep up. Damn it, Terry! <laughs> but, like, seeing them one Terry behind Gregor. the other like that, that there is no justice done to those movie Zords at all. You're like, oh, oh my no, god. Wha- awful. Like, oh, wow. Like, it's just, it's, it, the difference is just, uh, Wow. Like, I that's think all black, I can say. yellow, just, and wow. blue look okay, but like I said, when you pick them up, it feels like I could put soup in there. Like, I feel like I could turn <laughs> Mastodon over and just eat some chowder. Like, it's just, it's so hollow. Yeah, they're very, very just hollow like with very few paint applications. Like, the molding itself is okay, uh, but again, when you compare them to, like, the Voltron Lions that are cheaper than those, mind you, it's like a whoa, what the hell's happened to this? Uh, okay. Hmm. It, it makes it starts, It makes you think, for sure. Yeah. And like, I did I did those Zords no justice makes, by doing them back-to-back back with Ultron Lions. No, you, you really didn't. It makes you think, <laughs> and I don't like having to think. My bad. Well, and then the combined mode's bigger, but it looks all Frankenstein-y. I mean, the only thing that's really hugely negative about the Vulture one for me is that you might lose an arm yourself trying to pull the arms out of it. Uh, it's one of the worst things I've been through in the last few months. <laughs> it's just... It was like a cartoon. I was literally like holding it down with my feet at one point. It's like, for fuck's sake, really? Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's like it's freaking Excalibur over here. <laughs> Maya's amulet just, just got it. Um, there was also a uh, legacy Red Ranger movie helmet, uh, Lights and Sounds Alpha. That if it has Bill Hader's voice, I'm gonna buy instantly. I wanted uh, to have quotes from all his other movies, like just random quotes <laughs> from like forgetting Sarah Marshall, just just random everywhere. Uh, uh and. Uh, that was about it. There was these weird, like, capsule toy things that come in little rocks that you can make a diorama out of that are really weird, but they're kind of cute. You can make a diorama out of rocks. I don't know how I feel about them, but... Well, they're making uh, the data com for Ninja Steel. I forgot oh, about yeah, that. I'm, God, I'm happy about that. We, we, I, we uh, got, no, like, I... interrupted <laughs> in the Ninja Steel one, and I just moved on. <laughs> Sorry about that. Sorry. Um, but yeah, I'm so happy about that because I love that little design. I think it's a really cool communicator design. So I'm happy that we're getting a toy of it. And it, like, yeah, I'm considering stuff, buying that as so well, cool. just because I love that. I love that they have a communicator in the show. Uh, I, I like that so very much. So yeah, I like that was one of my like highlights of the Power Rangers section of Toy Fair was that we're getting a Ninja Com toy. <laughs> Um, but, yeah, there's tons of other cool stuff at Toy Fair. Uh, the Transformers stuff I particularly enjoyed. But, that is about... What kind it. of turtle stuff did they have at Toy Fair? Uh, a lot sea, of repaints. Land. A lot of repaints. Like, the entire but, line repainted. <laughs> really? I, I, didn't, I didn't really get to so see... The only all. new stuff, TMNT-wise, there was uh, samurai-related stuff. I know, yeah, I saw that. I did with, see that stuff. Like, I two did. different Usagi figures, uh, all the samurai turtles and stuff. 
Um, but everything else was repaints of everything. It was kind of weird, but I guess Turtles has been on so long that we're hitting that point like we did in the original. Uh, <laughs> yeah. In the where, original line. There, where can I find this at, Brian? I'll go grab one for you. All right. Because <laughs> I know I got this the Super Shredder figure and the they call them Super Ninjas. It's them like the black outfits that you see in the opening. Uh, like and those are okay. The only one that came with any actual thing that wasn't the normal weapon is Leo, who had the bow and arrow, which is just the same bow and arrow that came with the uh, Vision Quest Leo. Mm-hmm. Like there's nothing special about them at all. They look kind of neat, I guess, but. Like I'm, I'm just like really waiting for something new for the show to come out. I do love me some turtles. I'll link you as soon as I find it. Okay. Um, but I think that's about it. Uh, not all, not all. There was a new movie trailer. Not a whole lot new was in it, but it was, it was basically the TV spot so. that we had to unlock. Yeah. Like. I was expecting a full TV. trailer. Like, I know it took us forever, like, to get the first trailer, but I was expecting at least one more, like, real trailer, considering most movies get, like, at least three. And especially but, like, when they like, like to unlock a new trailer. Yeah, and it was just a TV a spot. <laughs> so, that was kind of lame. Um, so, is there anything so... in, like, Japanese toku news? There's that metal set you guys were investigating before. Oh, yeah. Uh, they're releasing a, like, it's a repainted O-Metal. Oh, god damn it. What? I know. Tomiyami sent me a payment request for, what the fuck do I have there this month? Han Solo. Han Solo. (laughs) Spy himself. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I got the figure, I just don't want to go pay (laughs) Tomiyami. Uh, repainted O-Metal holder for the uh, Bootabasol arcade game that uses the little, like, energy items that x uses in the show, but they're all, like, themed after riders and stuff for the arcade game. Uh, so it is, it's basically a collection of all the Heisei Legend Rider forms, uh, and they, they look really cool. I, I might get this, just... Because, one, I think the metal holder looking like a Foundation X briefcase is kind of neat. And I just like the art on the, the metals. They look cool. Gen- Genmu has uh, Hibiki Gamer. I dig it. That's pretty cool. Uh, but, yeah. So, uh, there's there's that going around. Um, Skyrider's bike just got announced. Oh man, Yay. let's go grab that. <laughs> they announced C-3PO and R2-D2 figure arts. Those actually look really good. I know I want them, like, kind of badly. <laughs> like, I love R2-D2, so I'm all over those two figures. Like, uh, and what else was in there? Uh, Sincocho Seho releases of the Hopper Bros. A... The Hopper. Oh, and the other Hopper. Hopper. Jr. With Hopper. Uh, complete selection modification hopper sector. Um, that's a thing that's going to come out. And I think it's retail, but a figure that's released of XA Dragonite Hunter. Oh, uh, shit. Coming out. I didn't so see that. That's pretty cool. I, like Where's I said, level I think three? it's retail. They even numbered them for you. <laughs> 
I, I could see that being a premium set, like, of the yeah. three. Damn like it. Because I just want robots. Level threes. I don't know. It's, it's hard to say. But we'll see what happens with those. Uh, I think what about that's Laser? Laser. He, we need he Laser. Dead. He dead. Fuck you. <laughs> no, I like him. I know we do, but still. He's still dead. He's still dead. He got killed by Kylo Ren's 8-pack. <laughs> he got shredded. <laughs> uh, I was going to say it, but I was sad thinking about him being dead. <laughs> he got shredded so much he disintegrated. Don't worry, he's coming back as an actor I've never seen in anything before. And the Mother of Dragons is going to be there, and Troy, and Woody Harrelson. So, Yes. That's the weirdest superhero Tyson I've ever heard of. <laughs> it's just, you know how it is. <laughs> Troy, Woody Harrelson, Daenerys. That's really the best superhero Tyson. It's just Daenerys burning down everyone's houses and coming out naked. I mean, I have no complaints. <laughs> Sounds fine to me. Uh, but yeah, so I, th- I think that's it officially now. Unofficially. Stay tuned for After Dark. Ever. Toy Fair After Dark <laughs> with the complete selection legacy dildo. Ooh, baby. If you let it vibrate long enough, it plays the MMPR theme. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Does it vibrate to the tune? A... Yeah. <laughs> Go on all day without hearing that. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> 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 That almost uh, sounded like the Nickelodeon jingle. <laughs> <laughs> That's also it's the really it's the orange one. <laughs> There's no need for it. Why do you keep going? I'm sorry. Because he has no self control. <laughs> but uh, now it's Nickelodeon um, thing didn't help. Oh, it springboarded oh. my idea. Because <laughs> <laughs> it would look like a kid's choice award blimp. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Good god. Now it's time for superhero time. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Q-Ranger. Size a change. Uh, Exedo. What's your game? What's your game? What's your name? I'm a coming later. <coughs> <laughs> So I want to say that I love Q Ranger a lot. Uh, I really like these characters. I like how we're doing this. Like we have to assemble the nine to start off with, and like nine the first episode, the first episode had like the three, and then the red and blue joined, and then now like gold and silver joined this round and it looks like from the preview that orange joins next week so I guess episode 4 will be the robot finding out that she's now pink and the not was love all along. <laughs> it kind of annoys me that she already has her jacket like I get that she pilots the ship but <laughs> well she it's... wanted to lock that shit down before Princess Shayla showed up got it <laughs> Give me back your jackets. No, bitch. Wait, what? what? Why are the jackets? No, come on, I was, Shayla. I was surprised that... I'm still mad about that. <laughs> I was surprised last week that 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 she's not already 
pink, but I guess we're doing that later or whatever. Um, I'm kind of glad, though, just that... Because I, I honestly assumed that next week we would do orange and pink and, like, fast track it, but I'm glad that we're doing, like, Omniverse and just getting rid of fast track. and be Like, we already got Accelerate and just extending it one more episode because it... I don't know, just it's kind of nicer because things are yeah. a little bit of a slower pace. Yeah, I I really like it, and and I'm enjoying like I like the Orion and how it has like the little bay doors and like open because we don't have those Q Rangers yet. And as they, <laughs> I like when in this episode when Lucky left, he like He's... ran into the top of the ship and it got angry at him. <laughs> like. I still think the opposing, like, inner and outer designs are hilarious. Like, you have this ancient-looking statue, and then inside is, like, an abandoned daycare. And Nick's <laughs> just there. Just, uh, it's just weird. Um, <laughs> on a superficial note, I really liked the roll call that they did. The only, I think, the only black, blue, green, and yellow got with, like, the, like, the Photoshop filter over it, but it looked really cool. Yeah, it did. I liked that. I, I like how gold and silver just kind of ripped the arms off and were like, we're doing this. <laughs> like, like, that was just fantastic. Um, I, I really like gold. <laughs> I do. I like I like them both, really. Yeah, um, I mean, I like them both. They're, they're a good duo. I, I dig their whole, I, like, shtick and everything, but... Yeah. Shtick. Um, uh, <laughs> I liked at the end that, like, Gold's like... Oh, oh my, god cat, damn it. Cat's full lost it. <laughs> I like how, uh... How Gold is like, oh, I, I rock this, uh... This whole jacket look, and I'm like, you, you just changed your paint scheme, bro. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up, I'm a robot. I do what I want. <laughs> Ignore the fact that the other <coughs> robot on this ship is wearing a jacket. <laughs> Who wants to bet we'll get our inevitable gold looks like he's going to betray the team but has a change of heart at the last second episode? Because he's we already did. I know. <laughs> you know we're going to get another one. You know we're getting another one. Or they're going to be like, if you give me the Kutama, I'll give you like four more earrings. And I'll be like, deal. And then <laughs> you won't do it. <laughs> four more earrings. Uh. Um, but, but I, I like, like them a lot. the The effects are are pretty good. Uh, so far, I like. For the CG. Yeah. <laughs> like even the ship is like, come on, side. Did you render that? <laughs> Pro do you <even> bevel? <laughs> exactly. Like. Um, yeah. But uh, I I'm not a he- I like the suit a lot more, but I don't like. Hibitsukai and Tenbin Voyagers as arms. Uh, I like the snake thing, though. It's so cool. It's like a snake. I love it in the show. I think it looks great in the show. I just don't really like it in the toy. Yeah, it doesn't come across as cool. It doesn't really connect as nicely as the suit does, because the suit looks like a literal snake head on his arm and looks cool. I dig that a lot. But the toy, like, it doesn't make that lower jaw properly, so it just looks like a stringy mess. Yeah, it's... I agree with that. But, but like I like, they, the, like the I said, they look it. cool in the show, so I, I dig that at least. Um, but yeah, I, I like everything. Uh, Lucky was a bit less annoying in this episode. He only Yosha Luckyed a couple times, as opposed to every other line. So yeah, we're we're getting there. 
only he would have yeah. fallen into the pit and Naga would have been fine, then we would have been had, like the best episode of Sentai in years. We <laughs> we also got uh, the explanation of the uh, villains um, hierarchy. Uh, hierarchy, and that was neat. we still haven't really seen too much of, I guess like the villains, uh, but and we're only two episodes in, so but it's 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 neat. I I, I like it. Uh, one thing I kind of liked was that instead of that they set up that instead of always having like oh we got to set another guy after those pesky Q Rangers that like there was an established like boss on the planet that they were bothering. Yeah, uh, at least that's kind of a different setup than the usual. It, it's so it's I, a I nice change of pace to have a villain group that's like already ruling and already in power, and yeah. so they're being mm-hmm. the liberators instead of being attacked. So I, I think it's a nice change of pace. Way Instead of, of being the things. defenders, they're they're the liberators. Like yeah. there were no defenders. There was no Jessica Jones. There was no Luke Cage. There was no. There were Matt. no defenders of Ventara. Um, <laughs> and like I even liked scenes like at the beginning when Gold and Silver were still in that restaurant, and you see like the bounty for them and stuff, kind of like the Gokaijers, except like you know actually in space. So I thought I, yes, I kind of like that whole setting bit. For anyone interested, TV Nihon put up a cipher of. The language in oh, yeah, I that saw that the... someone cracked the language already. <laughs> it was the hackers. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but see, that requires a bit more thinking than just pressing buttons. I still hate that everyone so... calls them hacking, but. Yeah, it's, it killed me when I saw it. I think it was, uh, it was Jay Fusion that put out an article that says the Tokusatsu toy hackers are at it again. Like, I was like, that's not a thing. Stop. <laughs> It's especially funny for the O's one, considering we were doing it to literally just mashing metals into the bottom of the scanner. We would sit here doing the podcast, just hear clink, 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 clink. Wait, it said it said something, and then I like shout over it. What God is damn it? Damn it, it said judge. Fuck the judge. Damn it, Dawson! We can't make it say it again. Now just keep saying lion. <laughs> so funny. Those were the best days. <laughs> we were so innocent then. <laughs> so much less negative. Uh, what the fuck, Gokaiger just, one seen. happened that was really funny? <laughs> that, that was it. <laughs> the oh, oh, it was, uh, yeah, I'm like, that's not a team! <laughs> 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 I remember that because <laughs> I remember just like sitting there for like an hour just with both the O scanner smashing it and like the ranger key thing like gingerly turning it like a freaking <laughs> locksmith <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not a team you can't just say stuff Mo Pirate Just be like lucky last week. We fight together because fighting and then fight and fight. Friendship. Wait, what did you say? I don't know. I'm so confused I'm going to help. <laughs> uh, My fabulous porn costume. He had, exp- he had explained what friends was to, to Naga because apparently his people are Vulcans and they have no emotion. It's like the exact same thing but with white hair. And like it's like in a sort of similar hairstyle if they wore it longer. And, and no pointy ears. Yeah. Good shit. Uh, 
I, I think that's about all I got to say. I mean, there's not a whole. Yeah, lot I can't think of anything yet. else. I just. I, I like really... it. I like it. I like it a lot. That's that's about sums up. I'm so happy now. I know uh, we're going to talk about XA in a minute, but uh, there's no. Uh, I don't think there's a ninja, no ninja steal this week, but I, I do want to say, Brian, do you remember the thing I said a while back? Uh, I, was, I was talking to you. I said, Brian, what happened here? If... Yes, yes. It's like what what happens if we have XA, which is good, and then we have Q Ranger, which ends ends up being good. Which is after two episodes, if they can, if hopefully they can continue like this, it'd be pretty good pretty decent and then ninja steel actually is at least halfway decent and you know, better than dino charge and i think that's actually happened as well uh i i don't know what to do with my life like uh i'd say it's still too early to call i'm going week to week right now just <laughs> treading lightly as hell i'm ready to fall through a pitfall at any moment <laughs> The, the possibility is there. We'll, we'll see if it actually like it, pans out. Like, the possibility is there. I feel like it's a lot more there than it was before both of those shows premiered. Well, yeah. And, I mean, now that we're a couple of episodes into each one, I feel like we actually have more of a chance now of them being decent, seeing what they're doing with them than before. Like, we might actually have three shows that we enjoy watching all at the same time. I I wouldn't know what to do. <laughs> you watched them. <laughs> I, I, but I wouldn't know how to handle that kind of thing. I, we don't. That's never happened in the history of ever. I mean, maybe. I just don't remember. But I'm gonna go with never happened. <laughs> um, speaking of things. Beautiful segue. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Covers uh, into, all the bases. <laughs> into x Um Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Emu got a personality transplant, which was terrific. Uh, it was kind of nice to not see him be such a punk bitch for like a minute. I, I want like a balance of like that kind of personality and maybe caring a little bit more about people. He went a little bit too far to the other side. But... I preferred it to normal emu, honestly. I I think the actor did a lot better job being a sarcastic bitch uh, compared to a whiny bitch. Uh, I think that it just would have been neat to have like that sort of cocky gamer personality more ish as like the main because we just came off having one of those sort of really soft mains, and so it's so samey. Yeah, that it would have been neat to play and up a little bit more I, of that gamer aspect. I will say at the very least. To possibly expect more of that in the future. That's supposed to mean. Why are you saying it like that? Were you uh, on set? No, I'm just guessing. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because I mean, the way that this episode sets everything up, and I'm curious if you guys agree with me or not, but I'm at the point where I think the show's trying to say that the Emu personality, the nice one, is actually the Bugster personality. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too, because like this episode it seemed like everyone was just assuming it was the opposite. Yeah. Um and like they never I, like going into it I was thinking that there was a chance they could be doing that where it was actually okay, maybe the evil one is the bugster but then they never outright said anything about it so 
I'm going to assume and, that's still what's going to be happening. Yeah, and like what gets me the most of that is that from what we know in the in the series so far, like he was a hardcore gamer and then after that tournament is when he got kidnapped and you know, like got injected the first time or whatever. And then he said after that point is when he decided to quit gaming and focus on becoming a doctor. And so, like, that's all too coincidental for me to think that it's the reverse. Yeah. And so I'm I'm pretty sure... I feel like we're going to see more of the M personality as time goes on because he'll be... Like, the, the bugster portion will either be trying to escape or uh, just starting to get suppressed, kind of like it was in this episode. Uh, so I'm interested in seeing how that eventually ends up panning out. Uh, but I I look forward to seeing hopefully more of the M personality because I find it more enjoyable to watch. Yeah, it's uh, more entertaining. Another thing I really find funny is that uh, Hydro is all about like trying to save him. He's like, oh, I'm trying to save the patient that's right in front of me and blah 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 and all that. But and then he kissed him. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, the person that he's now trying to save could potentially be the bugster personality, not the real one. And yeah. I want to see the fallout of that. Especially since he's all really like, nice. we must kill all bugsters with last week, which is just true. The bu- burger guy was just annoying. It was creepy. <laughs> um, well, he's, I mean, he's still got that past in him of the bugsters killing his girlfriend. Yeah, well, so I mean, he's... that was an isolated incident, wasn't it really? I mean, it was Snipes' fault when we think about it. He was busy getting his hair dyed. <laughs> um, <laughs> gotta get but, that streak uh, yo <laughs> uh, but one, real quick going back to emu like one thing that kind of threw me it was like it's a very small thing but like like this guy the personality of, of the gamer in this episode seemed to like not care about anything but games but then like they showed that footage of like right before he got that surgery when he beat that girl and he still seemed to like be nice to her whereas i felt like the version we saw in this week's episode, would have gone up to him and been like, your shit's weak! (laughs) So, that threw me a little bit. Yeah, Uh, I I think what might have potentially happened, and again, just hypothesizing shit, that maybe when he did get infected with the Bugster virus, it caused a bigger split in his personality. Yeah. So, like, the kindness traits in him basically became the Bugster personality, and so what was left was just the asshole. That yeah. we got as the M persona. So What's now there's the an gamer that will swat you. Yeah. <laughs> now, now M's the the person that's gonna swat you if he loses in Call of Duty. We all thought it was Nico, and now, now it's actually <laughs> M that's gonna do the swatting. So, because uh, I'd like to see a, a nice balance of it. Because like, yeah. at the moment, Emu's just too caring, and that sounds so bad, but it's like it almost gets in the way at points. Yeah. Uh, and like with Hero, like you're saying. It was interesting because he's trying to save him, but it was also interesting this episode that he kind of had to fill a bit of Emu's usual shoes and trying to talk to the patient and find things out. Who and I would just like to say real quick that she does a killer robot. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, I liked watching Emu play with Poppy. Oh my god. <laughs> oh baby? Question. Oh yeah. Oh Turn Poppy? <laughs> But I, I thought that was kind of neat-ish because something I thought about early on in the series is I'd like to see, 
like ignoring the whole bugster personality split because at the time like when their personalities were first a thing i didn't we didn't know about that but i wanted to see like them sort of influence each other and i like that hero was influenced a little bit i said hero really funny but like now it's all fucked up because emu just might be a basket case but like I, I wanted to see Emu be influenced by Hero's approach of sometimes like if you just hurry up and save the patient, you don't even have to worry about interviewing them. Because I hate that it's always like presented as the Emu's way is really the only way. Which so I was kind of hoping for that, but that just seems so inconsequential now that like Emu's got the whole split thing going on. Like bigger fish to fry, really. I don't know what I'm talking about. Don't even listen to me. I'm just <laughs> prattling on about. about bedside manner. Um, but I thought it was a good episode for Hero because of that, and it made kind yeah. of a good debut for his form. Like both, I thought in terms of building up the introduction of introducing the Gashad itself that he would use, and then also just like having a character moment actually building up to him getting a form. Yeah, and like he's got some mad acrobat skills. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I know how to do it because Emu did it earlier. Parkour. <laughs> <laughs> That's the secret to defeating him. If he's parkour, stronger than you, parkour. just parkour. <laughs> oh. Hey, to small defeating... detail. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> when he pulled out the Gashat from X-Aid, why didn't he de-transform? Uh, well, they can remove it and then insert it into the attack slot. Um, I always I, just assumed I, it was like oh, an X amount of time you had, and then it was over. So, well, so did I, but then sometimes they, like take it out immediately and de-untransform, de as we always like to call it. Uh, so I'm not really sure the rules behind that. I think it's just whatever they yeah. how they feel Is like it doing. wireless now? But don't they always close it when they take them out to, to de-untransform? That is true. That is true. Thank you. Well, the reason that it it was so apparent to me was because at the beginning of the episode, Poppy pulled both of X-8's gash ats out and he instantly went back to normal. And then, like, Hero pulled it out and then x was just normal for a really long time. 80. So it just—I don't know why. If you just pull the gash out, he wouldn't just like freeze. Like if you were to just pull the cartridge out of him, like a Nintendo, <laughs> that would be really funny. <laughs> that would be actually, like, because that's what I feel like is closing and it's like turning the machine off, and then you pull the cartridge out. So if you have it open when you pull a cartridge out, and like he's not doing an attack, he should just freeze. Like, oh, a game's stuck, please reinsert the cartridge. <laughs> that would like, be, yes. like, the biggest flaw in that program. Like, the bad guy just takes out the cartridge and you're done. You're just, you're just <laughs> stuck. You're just stuck like, fuck, somebody help? Somebody help? Can you get that back from him, please? Like, damn it. <laughs> I'm honestly surprised they haven't done that. Maybe even for, like, an early episode, like, prototype bit. Because they usually, that's, like, one of the things the series is good at is, like, those little giddy video game video game in fuck's sake i keep wanting to say i can't do it i keep wanting to say gideon now i'm done <laughs> idiosyncrasies there we go i had to clear Yay. all the other all the <laughs> other words from that sentence for some reason trying to say video game before it made like word soup in my head and then i put the word soup in the mastodon zord and ate it like chowder it's all connected because you couldn't say video game idiosyncrasies no, I couldn't. That was too much for my brain. I almost lost it then. My brain is bigger than yours. Well, that's just true. Among other things, being bigger than yours. What? <laughs> that's right, um, ladies. But yeah, I, I thought it was a really good episode. It opened up a lot of plot points for the various characters and 
kind of interesting to see interesting kind of interested to see uh what theories prove correct which ones are wrong what other twists and turns we might have in store so good sh- good shit and title fantasy is pretty cool it's basically yeah. like all telekinesis powers and like cape stabbing <laughs> <laughs> i'm like oh cool a really awesome like cape knight form uses telekinesis I'm like well that's cool too <laughs> <laughs> And now it's time for ramble, ramble, ramble time. Because I, I sorry, fuck it, never mind. I blew the whistle too early. Pokemon, Brian. I, I went to try to say Ninja Steel, and I went. I said Super instead. <laughs> we're not there yet. Super, <laughs> super. Um, but Which I have no idea. Super Ninja Steel. You know, I, I was no thinking idea. about because yeah, Brian and I talked really. about last week about how how long they're taking and how we might get more behind but what if like because it's disney xd and they do that thing where like with yoko they do watch, five, they're day, like, five new episodes a week yeah like what if they do that i thought about that i mean whatever, i'd be fine with that but i fucking do. want pokemon now so <laughs> like, like, i just want to hear something just because it's so weird we haven't even heard anything yeah i want to i just want to know something so i know when to expect it the theme song i didn't hear it so it's not so now it doesn't good. exist. <laughs> uh, when I was watching Rebels this last weekend, there was a little bumper at the bottom of the screen that said, Pokemon Sun and Moon, brand new Monday. And I'm like, oh my god, breaking news. And then I went to the schedule and it was XY. Yeah, yeah, Why I saw that because I was, I was poking around the schedule to see if like, any hints that it, it would be like airing soon. And it's just all XY. I'm like, okay. It's all XY, uh, like the third movie. And some other movie I don't remember right now. Like, because I know X and Y was airing on there, but it really was like a giant tease to like put the little bumper on there that said Sun and Moon specifically, and had a little footage of Ash running from the Beware. And I was like, come on, side. <laughs> and, and yet somehow our talk about Pokemon scheduling is more interesting than our talk about some filler episodes in the series. True. Yes, well. Um, as for things that are actually airing, Supergirl, Mr. Piddle. I can't say it. Yes, Mix Which is not Gilbert Godfrey like it was in the Superman cartoon. Like, it's really funny that we're using him because, like, often, more so in season one, but the use of the villains always gives me a vibe that Supergirl in certain episodes is just live action Superman the animated series because we're using so many of the villains that were prominent in that show yeah but his personality is quite different and look well he's still like a a playful imp it's just that instead of because it's Supergirl instead of Superman with Superman Mr. Mixus Pedelec just likes to boner aggravate him and, and just bother Kal-El and just like let's see what I can do to just fuck with him today but with Kara it's just like oh man she got that sweet Kryptonian pussy I want to get me some of that like and so he just constantly wants to marry her and do naughty things to her that I don't want to think about constantly wants to marry her like multiple times right so he was just supposed to keep marrying her like and he hounds her about, like, marry me, you're gonna marry me, I wanna marry you, let's get married. Like, okay, stop, you need to stop. Like, how many times can you say married in one minute? Like, 
But I liked how she took him to the Fortress of Solitude and was going to blow it up just so he would type in his name backwards. When you started with the word blow, it's just... <laughs> right. <laughs> took him to the Fortress of Solitude to blow him. Uh, you know how it is. I, in my mind, though, I was imagining, like, Superman coming back. Like, she just leaves, and Superman comes back to find, like, the giant statue just destroyed. Like, what the <laughs> fuck happened what here? What the hell, man? You know, you know what's weird? It was gone for, like, a day. Why did he think that him dressing like her cousin was going to turn her on? <laughs> Superman? Like, no, it's your new husband. Oh, not from, same not thing. from Alabama. <laughs> like, fuck. Like, so that was kind of a funny thing. Um, let's see. What else is happening? Um, okay, this is not necessarily specifically pertaining to this episode, but... Kara often comments on how um, Monel seems like a jock, like douchebag, but I never really get that from him. Maybe it's because of his like, I mean, he has that sort of cocky personality, but it more so comes off as like a jokester than a cocky like frat boy type. Uh, maybe it's because he has like the, you know, what's a Shark Tank charm where he's kind of like an infant that like, yeah. So it just like the, she describes him as like a dude bro type that is like a totally different dude bro type than she's saying, if that makes any sense. Yeah. No, no? I get you. Right. It's just, it just doesn't fit. I mean, he's basically just nice guy. Yeah. Like, uh, I love, I, I like, I really like him though. I like what he's doing with Mono and I like seeing him every week. He makes me happy. I mean, I was disappointed that he didn't transport Elena's coffin into Kara's living room. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I liked, or I rather did not like uh, Maggie in this episode, just being a complete B to Little Gray. Like, that was just totally uncalled for. I hate Valentine's Day. Me Don't too, totally. Hmm. You know, totally hate it as well. Let's get like 7% off. That's the best thing about Valentine's. <laughs> It's all fucking chocolate. Sales blabbering intensifies. <laughs> Hashtag discount candy. <laughs> um, next week looks like it's going to actually be pretty interesting with um, Dean Kane coming back. Yeah. Uh, and Monel being like, you're not the real Dean Kane. My real dad's Tom Cavanaugh. I mean, <laughs> wait. I have a point here. <laughs> but is my real dad Wells 1, Harry, HR, or Gorilla Wells? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm interested. I'm really interested to see like the continuation of that story with Dean Kane and like where they go with it. I forgot about him. Like, not necessarily all that he existed, but I forgot about the whole like, oh, he saved him that time and stuff. It's just again because Supergirl is like really picky about when they pick up the plot, as opposed to everything else where it's kind of just running through it. Because this week and was kind of like, hey, let's get back Hank. So that's cool. Well, uh. He hasn't, been on, he hasn't been on the show in a while, so they got the actor back. That was good. Glad he wasn't busy. Just like they brought Tom Cavanaugh back this week, finally. He hasn't been on Flash in a while. Thank God they could get him. But this, this went nowhere. This really went nowhere. <laughs> um, but speaking of the Flash, because I don't have too much else to say about Supergirl. It was just kind of a fun yeah. fillery week. Yeah, it was, it was fun. Um, so gorillas um, 
it, not all of it's perfect, but in terms of like the models of the gorillas, they look really good. Like yeah, they, <laughs> that they sounds really weird. Me a lot. But I mean, like they did some close-up shots. I'm like, damn, that almost looks like full movie quality. So that was kind of neat. Like even the, because sometimes when you get like the CG fights, it can look a little sketchy. But even the fight between uh, Flash and, and and White Grodd <laughs> will look good. Oh, <laughs> yeah, fucking Goliath. <laughs> Like, uh, I loved everything about Gorilla City. I thought it was fantastic. And then Malfoy was there, and he was just the best. <laughs> Julian he was, was the, the best part of the episode. episode. <laughs> like, he was, yeah. Like, what do you say? Oh, my days. What a reversal of our fortunes. <laughs> and it's funny because uh, Cisco looked at him, and he, he ended up having the reverse flash idea of it. But I thought he was looking at him like, I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's really where I thought he was going. Like a reversal of our fortunes. Like really, dude. <laughs> I live for danger. Uh, I'm going to Planet of the Apes, right? <laughs> Please tell me Planet of the Apes. Joe's reaction to his outfit was the best. Like, doesn't even try to hide it. Just openly laughing at him while shaking his hand. <laughs> just so good. Um. With, with the amount of times that he said, I live for danger, he totally missed out on the killer line at the end with Caitlin, where she said, I'm dangerous, you need to stay away. And then he could have been like, I live for danger, sex. But nope. <laughs> He's just like, oh, blimey, what, a fillet steak? Like, did you just say fillet? <laughs> like, <laughs> Damn it, Malfoy. I could tell you all about the time I bested Potter at Quidditch. Didn't he always win? Damn it! <laughs> was so good like um and it was nice to see my real dad tom cavanaugh again um <laughs> he, he did a really good grod though like just another layer of tom cavanaugh's acting like with right? the manners and everything um and it was he funny because i got confused whether jesse had met hr or not because of her reaction at the beginning Apparently his idea of a great morning reaction is young girls hugging him, calling him dad. This is how everyone should <laughs> greet me in the morning. That's what I like. I mean, come on. Uh, and I enjoyed the scene at the end with the two interacting like, like, Francisco, what is this? Like, just... He even brought back the four hats so you could tell him apart. Thanks, <laughs> Bullard Wells. Oh. Now Jesse's thinking about staying. Why didn't you think about that earlier and just leave Harry on the show? And then now I'm, I'm falling for HR. It's like a love triangle between Tom Cavanaugh and Tom Cavanaugh. <laughs> and I don't know what to do. I, I, like seeing, I like seeing Kid Flash and Jesse quick together, even though Kid Flash did all the work. Well, he didn't let her do anything. <laughs> He's just like, like bitch, I got this. He's like, girl, I got this. Your mask is tiny. Like, just... <laughs> Seriously, is that the world's tiniest mask? Like, who are you hiding your identity from here? There's no Jesse here, except for the one from uh, Sweet Life on Deck. Um, I felt like her sudden apprehension was just like more drama for the sake of drama. Like, yeah, that was most of their scenes this episode was drama for the sake of drama, and it didn't really need it because we were already having drama in Gorilla City. Yeah, so. like, I would have rather than just had some fun scenes of them, like, enjoying being speedsters together, because, like, there was no need for the, like, oh, you didn't call me, 
Like, we live on different Earths, bitch. You have, like, <laughs> like 12 numbers on Earth 2 phones or something. You have the fucking rotary phones, remember? <laughs> like, it just seemed weird, like, especially since, well, not only the Earth barrier, but, like, the circumstances surrounding Wally getting his powers were kind of weird, so it's like there was a lot he was dealing with, you know, he was in a, co- like, inhuman cocoon, and <laughs> Joe is cutting him out, and then Barry walks in, he's just casually, oh, hey, what's up, Bear? Like, just cutting him <laughs> out like it's nothing. Never forget. Um, I think it's kind of weird. Like, I, I get that the whole storyline is we gotta change the future, but... And, like, obviously, they don't want this Gorilla City thing to happen, so it's not like they just let it slide. But it's kind of annoying that every storyline, they're like, all right, we have to change this so we can change the future. I mean, since they've already changed one headline, isn't the pressure kind of off for that element of it? Like, they know they can change it already. They you know what I mean? change everything. Well, because, like, even, like, they could change every headline, and that might not affect Savitar. I, I thought the point yeah. was just to prove that they could change the future, period. So that point should be proven. So now they can just fucking get their panties out of a bunch. They're like, oh no, the coffee shop opened. Sorry, Iris, let's go shopping for caskets. It's just like, <laughs> Get you one next to Gemma. She's going to have a hell of a wake up trying to claw out of the grave, even if her body is digital. <laughs> oh, my God, we'll, we'll get there, we'll get there. Uh... <laughs> it's a bad day. <laughs> wasn't um, but, a great deal. Okay. <laughs> but yeah so uh uh grod has gypsy somehow catch gypsy <laughs> <laughs> hopefully they'll tell us how because i'm kind of curious she looked kind of mind melded so at least yeah that, i mean so she's definitely miss- under mind control yeah. for sure but i'm just curious how he obtained her <laughs> I feel like, because they do that thing in the recaps where they'll all of a sudden, in the like recap, have a scene from an old episode out of nowhere, so it like kind of cues you that you need to remember something because it's going to be important. And it seemed weird that like the start of this week's recap had her, and then like she's not even in it until the like the cliffhanger. It seemed like they didn't need to make us aware of her in this episode and should have saved that for sort of a surprise. Yeah. Um, and also, like, they kept talking about how Cisco is the only way to transport between Earths, but couldn't Grodd just use whatever machine Harry and Jesse used to get across the border? Uh, I'm just going to assume he probably doesn't know about it. Or he just doesn't I... know how to sneak into, like, <laughs> inconspicuously, like, just him in sunglasses and, like, a hat. <laughs> a trench coat that's, like, ripping. Like, all nothing to see here. I'm just the actor that played Ape Named Ape in George of the Jungle. <laughs> it's me, Mighty Joe Young, but I'm older now. <laughs> Mighty Joe old. <laughs> Mighty Joe old. Let me into Star Labs. Uh, so, yeah. But... <laughs> Next week is going to be full on, like, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes coming full in the spirit. Gorilla Warfare. Uh-huh. Oh. Nailed it. Uh, speaking of Gorilla War Flare, Flare Arrow, Flaro, boom, saved it. Not really, though. Too bad Legends is next. Damn it, son of a bitch, it's still <laughs> happening. It's Legends fall for being time travelers. Um, okay, Legends, though. But Legends was a ton of fun, again. Oh my god, I, like, I love that time period 
so this was like the greatest thing for me. <laughs> it was fun to watch. And it's Ray of the Palms' favorite too. Yeah, which sounds like a tropical porn name, to be honest. <laughs> um, but that was. It, there was so much good stuff in this episode because it was really good simultaneously of like advancing the plot, but also being one of those fun like one-off time period episodes. Um, and I loved Ray making a lightsaber out of there and them talking about trademark. Um, and the saber uh, of light. Don't call it a lightsaber. <laughs> trademark issues, am I right? <laughs> so good like everything ray did in this episode was great um and Damian dark continues to make himself look like a dork <laughs> just i mean when he lifted it's like the scene this little angry man come out of the helmet it's just come on he's just like a suburban dad that's completely snapped and wearing a night outfit just, just, no matter no matter what time period he goes into he's gonna look like a complete dork it's like, I kind of wish he was in the ninja episode, just to, like, see him in a bunch of different ninja outfits. Just, oh, it's it's funny. Um, oh, let's see. I like how between, uh, was it Midnight? Was it Midnight that died? Beginning yeah. or whatever? Yeah, him and, uh, like, Stargirl and stuff, that they're sort of establishing, like, yeah, um, Amaya can't go home at the end of the season, so she's staying with us. <laughs> Yeah, ba- basically, she's got nowhere to go because everybody left. Because, like, right when she joined, I thought we were going to maybe do an episode, like, near the end of the season where we met the whole Justice Society again and did, like, a, oh, my place is with them now. But instead, like, we've just met them throughout, which is kind of neat. And uh, I, I kind of like that they not only showed, like, where they ended up, but I also like that they they tied together essentially the entire ongoing storyline with the Justice Society by having ripped being the one to join forces with them initially to protect the spear, like, good rip. Yeah. So, that was neat. Um, speaking of rip, how the hell did these guys not tell Gideon to, like, not talk to him? I don't, like, how does she not know? Because she knows he's freaking, like, brainwashed. But, like, there's probably some sort of, like, computer protocol that, like, she has to listen to him, I'm gonna assume, yeah, but, like, you think that they would nip that in the bud if you're bringing them on the ship. I mean, prisoners shouldn't be able to interface with the computer, period. <laughs> like, it should be muted. But uh, it, it's going to make for a fun episode, I can tell, uh, with him sort of playing, like, you know, Puppet Master on the ship. But still, it's a major oversight on their part. But then again, it seems like something they would do. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, look at, look at the gang. <sighs> like, I imagine that, like... Mick just looked at the manual and, like, burped and threw it away. Like, just, <laughs> I don't know. So, we'll oh, how he we'll was have able to mind control. Just because uh, his mind is more forceful. <laughs> uh, they've been putting them together a lot, and it's really funny. Um, but And I, I thought it was pretty great that Sarah is Lancelot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought that was, that was a neat little... Uh, and I like a, a picture that she posted today. She said, "Another girl corrupted." Like, <laughs> classic Sarah. <laughs> How um, many female historical figures is she gonna make out with? <laughs> what will she roll up next? Answer yeah, all of them. <laughs> um, let's see. What else was there? Anything else specifically going on in this episode? Um, I don't know. I mean, I just. It was a good episode. I liked it. Yeah. I felt like there was more points, but there wasn't. But 
at least they have. I mean, granted, like I said, they fucked up with Rory or uh, Rip, um, but at least they have a part of the spear. I thought for sure they were going to lose it somehow. Yeah, I thought so too. Um, I mean, but they'll probably lose it next episode. But hey, <laughs> yeah, I mean, still, at least we have it now. And, and plus, it's a whole week before episode, so like they'll technically have it for longer from our perspective. <laughs> um, but I, I thought it was weird because like I got what they were going for with sort of this storyline about the different ideologies between like Sarah and Amaya and stuff. Um, but when they were arguing about do we go back for Ray or take off with the spear? Did need I remind them they have a time machine, <laughs> so they could go like take the spear, like, hand it to Ollie or something for five minutes, and then come back, and it wouldn't be like they never left, and then help Ray. Yeah. Like, it would have been so easy, because then at least the spear would have been guaranteed safe, and then you rescue Ray and then go back for it. It was kind of like, it reminded me of the scene when the Doctor first recruited Clara, and she's like, I can't be gone for long periods of time, and he's like, I can bring you back literally the minute you left you know, give or take, because, you know, classic Tarted mess around. You know how it is! <laughs> and then, you know. So, like, that kind of bothered me a little bit. Because uh, they can literally... Because it's, it's not even like the TARDIS, where it doesn't take them where they need to go. Right. So, uh, yeah, that was kind of a thing. Uh, and, and it bothers me, not in the show, but uh, that we're taking a week break. When I, I kind of would have rather them just aired both parts of the Flash episode back-to-back this week... And then just had Legends back next week. Yeah, I, I would have been fine with that, but oh well. Especially since they keep touting the Gorilla thing as like a two-part event. Like, I get that, that means that it's a two-part story. It's airing over two weeks. But like, the way the promo air, like airs, it makes it seem like it's going to be a two-hour event. Yeah. So it, just, it seems like some weird logic. And then the fact that Shield's off till April is not good either. That's totally unrelated. But, I mean, <laughs> April, really? Is this an April Fool's joke? Is it elaborate? Is it really back next week? I don't know. Um, but, uh, speaking of Shield, Arrow, now, <laughs> right? Um, Arrow actually ended up being... I didn't think it was going to be bad or anything, but it ended up being... Uh, better and like different than i thought yeah uh mainly because like the the three villains were just kind of a backdrop for like a different conflict like i was even wanting cupid to you know how it is (laughs) well because i i do like cupid she's definitely one of the more campy villains but i like her um and i just i kind of hated that at the forefront was the one lady that i didn't even remember until the recap i i couldn't either like the name was brought up uh like last episode and I'm like okay I recognize the name who is she what happened to her etc and then like I was about to look it up and then the recap told me I'm like oh yeah cuz you <laughs> cuz I didn't remember her at all cuz Cupid's so recognizable because she's Cupid and then China White or whatever was recognizable because she was, like, in season one, like, every episode. Yeah, yeah. Probably not that, but she's she's been in it a ton. Not to mention she's got kind of a distinct look. And so... Because she's I China and, like, and focused... White. Oh, okay, there we go. Sorry. <laughs> forgot that. David S. Pumpkins. <laughs> uh, but, so yeah, like, it just it was kind of a shame. Like, it ended up serving kind of a neat story purpose for Quentin, but, like, that... 
I just kind of preferred Cupid's personality. I think she had the best, or was my favorite of the three, and probably has the most defining character out of the three. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, like, I, I hope we bring her back again where she can shine a little bit more. She can be a part of the want-to-kill-yourself squad. They can't say suicide or something. <laughs> I mean, they could say it now. We've done Superman, for God's sake. Um, so, yeah, it just ended up being different than I thought. Um, the whole storyline with his girlfriend ended up turning out different than I thought. Because uh, at first I thought she was Prometheus, and then not. But then I thought that, like, it was going to blow up in his face later that she was going to try to out him again. But then Thea went full Moira, and she's like, boom, I'm Rittenhouse. And then she wrote, wrote her out. <laughs> like, I, I'm curious if she had anything to do with the cover-up leak. I don't think so. But, I'm I, like, I'm just curious of what's going to happen to her. Because I feel yeah. like we're not done with her story yet. Yeah, I don't think so either. But it's kind of like now they, they're in a position where I'm not really sure what's left for them to do. <laughs> like, they'll obviously at least resolve it. Like, it's it's all kind of muddled because you don't know whether she was involved or whether it was Prometheus or maybe, like, a wild card that, that like, hooked up with Prometheus. Like, not like that. Well, you never know. But I don't know. It's, it's kind of hard to tell. But it's not good days for Oliver as mate right now. Like, it seems like every day he's just like, for fuck's sake, really? <laughs> Maybe the head of the ACU is with in league with Prometheus. Maybe. Uh, everyone seems to be in league with Prometheus, honestly. Even Prometheus' uh, mom. Yeah. I, I still feel like there's going to be a twist to it. That, like, it's not as direct as they're making it seem that it's just his son. I Like, uh, I hope not. Because I, I don't know. I feel like all this build-up to Prometheus and then... Like, it just being the son of a dude he killed, and we didn't even get to see it until now. Uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, like the, the motivation behind it. kind of a letdown. It, yeah, okay, sorry, I'm interruption. Uh, like, I think that it gave some good character stuff for Ollie, but in terms of, like, the villain mystery, it, it would be a little bit of a letdown. Unless there's, like, even even further twist on it, but it just seems too on the nose right now. Especially with, like, going to visit his mom and tell his mom on him. Like, I want to see a Zemo from Atheist just confronts him. Dude, did you tell my mom on me? <laughs> like. Uh, so, I don't know. We'll have to see with that. But everything about it ended up being really good. And, like, better than I thought was kind of... Kind of be like, I thought it was going to kind of be like Supergirl. Where it was just kind of a one-off story. Um, but it, it, it was kind of a mix. Where we had a one-off villain story. But it was more about advancing a lot of the plot. Um in multiple different directions and and Dinah got to wear her mask um I thought that was kind of neat uh, mm-hmm. I was wondering about that I'm like she's been going out there a lot just showing her face just whatever um but I think she's a really good addition and uh Mr. Terrific got a new suit or jacket um I, I still kind of love that they full on went for his unique mask like they, they really went for it yeah <laughs> um, uh, I think I mentioned this weeks ago, but it still seems weird that we haven't heard anything from Artemis. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. She she gone. <laughs> because I, I didn't even think about it between Rory and her. Like, we halved the recruits and then added a new one that wasn't there from the beginning. Um, but it just, it seems weird. I like how out of that, like, entire group, Wild Dog was, like, the sole survivor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I keep thinking Curtis I don't, too, but then he's been there. Yeah, Curtis has been there, so I don't really count Curtis. But uh, like, I get a feeling Ragman will be back um, in 
hopefully a decent capacity at some point, but it's still yeah, that took me by surprise too. Uh, and like not that I, I like I hate Wild Dog. I, I think his no. story is interesting, and he's he's become a really good character. I didn't like him at all at first, but well, yeah, it's, it's just surprising because um, like Ragman's sort of tied in with Felicity's story, and like his look fit in better. And then Artemis is obviously like a Green Arrow staple, like you know, not staple, but you know what I mean, like sidekick character. And then Wild Dog all of a sudden just is the one that sticks around. Um, but. Yeah, I think uh, it was still good, even if Artemis didn't show up. <laughs> but I didn't think she was going to show up in this episode. It just seems weird. It's kind of like when they didn't address that that Heckle betrayed them, except they addressed it. It's just she hasn't addressed it. Like, did she just move? Like, afterwards? <laughs> like, all right, well, I've got some betrayal and time to move to Hub City. Like, so I don't know. But I'm still really loving this season a lot. It's a good season. I like it. Yeah. Well, I'm just happy that it's good. Yeah. Um, okay, speaking of good seasons, holy shit, S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, my God. This was, like, one of the best episodes, like, not only of the season, but of, like, the series. Like, holy shit, was it intense. Like, I I was uh, texting Jeff at the time when it was airing. I'm like, every time I think this episode can't get more real, it gets more real. <laughs> so good like it's funny because you know like we obviously at the end of last week they made it seem like everyone was robots except fitz and simmons and then like i'd read an interview like a couple hours before it and like uh they asked about that and they said well you don't even know that like maybe it's the reverse or something i'm like wait wait, wait, what if that's crazy like what if those are they're the lmds and like colson everyone's fine but it ended up being like a mix where fitz was one and oh my god poor Gemma had to stab him that's going to traumatize her for a while yeah, she traumatizes pretty easy too. So, <laughs> yeah, and and the uh, the acting in that scene from both of them, both with like her, well, having to kill him, and then him seeming convincing, and then her like shaken when Daisy found her, like holy shit. Um, and like I didn't expect that Daisy was gonna like one of those four was gonna be real. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that like, was cool. The way the screen was presented, like you don't even think about that mostly because yeah mean, they, they, they just, i thought everyone on was the screen and it said four and so you don't think about yeah it. so like i didn't expect that at all so that was like a really neat twist and uh like the, the way that they figured out how to like test that each other was human was kind of neat um so like it was just so it was so intense and the fight scenes with with daisy and the the kick ass like Kamehameha Quake attack was awesome. <laughs> R.I.P. L.M.D. Mac. It's a lot of <laughs> letters. Um, and it also ended up being like a really neat conclusion for L.M.D. May. Uh, and I kind of got the vibe from the beginning of the episode they were going to do something like that because she's yeah. kind of a character of her own. Because um, she's so different than all the other ones. Like I mean. LMD Coulson kind of pointed it out at the beginning that yeah like she's programmed she discovered the fact that she was a robot while they're they know they're a robot but they have all the like quirks and mind and memories of and the normal people yeah and they're they're like just really focused on their their mission 
yeah. uh, that's programmed in them too, and like May just learned about it, so she basically was May in a way. Plus, plus her her <laughs> her mission was to get the Darkhold, and she did. So now she didn't yeah. really have a mission. <laughs> yeah, and it's interesting, like the three types, because like May was basically a human in terms of programming, and like these guys were like you said implanted with the memories, but robots. And then you have like Ada, who's kind of like this weird like amalgam mix. Yeah, she's, where it's like she's the most robot. Yeah, it's like she's well, she's like a mo- the most robot, but she's also sort of programmed with like um, the, the more free will and human like tendencies that May has, but she has no human template to go off of. Like, so she's yeah. trying really hard to understand like emotions and stuff. And um, I my only we'll see where it goes. It'll be interesting to see where it goes by the end. So it's too hard to completely judge it right now. But like, I think my only disappointment was that she ended up is the big bad now and she ended up killing Radcliffe because uh, it's it kept like it was like almost like prison break where they kept trying to out twist themselves. Yeah. Cause, like, like, that, that was the first... one twist too far, I think. <laughs> yeah, because like at the beginning it was like, Oh, she's an evil robot. It's like, no, actually, Radcliffe's behind it and they're like, No, actually she's evil again because I was kind of hoping I thought it would be more interesting and like less tropey if she ended up not being evil. Yeah. Uh, and like was almost a hero of the story so and they could still go kind of that direction at the end but i was a little disappointed by that but it still took me by surprise the way she did it uh, and i i think the most shocking moment was when the ice nation guy's head was sitting there on the table <laughs> she got rounded like <laughs> just full on like i wasn't expecting that i thought he was gonna be like a hybrid where like Parts of him were human and the other parts were android, but no, he's like a remote control bot. Like, th- that was crazy. I almost was a little bit nauseous for a second. It was so, like, weird. Because, like, imagine seeing that from your perspective. But granted, you wouldn't feel nauseous or anything because you would be a robot. Yeah. I don't know what but, you would feel at that point. I don't know, but, like, it was crazy. It seemed like something you would see in a nightmare. Um... And uh, the 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 almost said the lamppost city of light framework thing is going to be really neat too. I think uh, we got season one hair sky. We got Ward back. They're going to find a way to bring him back every season. <laughs> Brett Dalton, the Tom Cavanaugh shield. <laughs> <laughs> I like how she like enters uh, the the framework and. Uh, like gets startled by the bathtub and then her hair and and gets a text about boyfriend she's like lincoln and then she passes the picture and it's motherfucking ward i just (laughs) i just laughed really loud i can't wait to see your reaction it that bitch (laughs) oh i can't wait to see your reaction when she wakes him up and like everyone's hydra (laughs) yeah it's like the world of hydra uh it's funny because I had also – I think it was in a different interview where they said that Hydra is going to come back in a surprising way. I'm like, for fuck's sake, really? Because, like, I was kind of over them. and But this was definitely a way I didn't expect. Yeah. Like, I'm um, okay with this because it doesn't impact the actual real Yeah, world. yeah. Like, I mean, I'm, it's not like I'll claw my eyes out. At some point in the history of the future, they bring Hydra back in some way. But, like, now if it was, like, real world – season five they're another villain again it would just be too soon um fits, but, fits as a pimp 
Yeah. <laughs> He's like Cisco, basically. Yeah. Uh, and Gemma's dead, and, like, so she's going to, like, claw her way out, like, Buffy style. And Coulson's a teacher. Um, it would be really funny if, uh, like, if they did budget, like, if his one of his colleagues was Steve. Like, <laughs> you're my best friend, Steve. Um, uh, and it was really neat that, that May was in the, the Hydra building was, you know, the same elevator fight building from Winter Soldier and stuff. It was neat to see that. Yeah. Um, but I'm curious to see, like, or, like, I don't know how they were, in what form they'll explain it, but, but like, because they, they kind of explained it a little bit, because obviously the framework itself is, was made by Ada and Radcliffe, but then, like, uh, are the lives they living, were they fully programmed by them, or was it them their own minds made it up or was it like a collaboration effort yeah i don't uh, know because ada was just like oh i changed one regret yeah like you told so, me to so it's like who decided the regret yeah that's what i was con- uh concerned about but uh confused about mainly because like colson's made sense okay he didn't join shield boom ideal life um i'm not sure what fitz's would be considering like one of his ultimate goals is Gemma, and she her being dead doesn't seem like his ideal life. Um, and then was May's only regret not joining up with Hydra? Like, <laughs> uh, Max was not getting the newspaper, so in this one he got the newspaper? Like, boom, ideal life. Maybe they, the ideal life was boom, Bobby and Hunter are there, and they didn't have to leave for a non-existent spinoff. Why did Brett Dalton come back and not them? Yeah, like it would be it would be neat. I don't know how long if the framework thing lasts like more than one episode, it would be cool to see them in it somehow. Even as like avatar characters. I feel uh, like we're gonna I mean like what episode are we on compared to how many are left? I have no idea. Kinda curious. I I feel like it's gonna last at least two episodes. I hope so. I hope it's not like uh Flashpoint. Because I, I kind of feel like this, this is, is their next thing. So 16 is the next one. So they have like seven or eight episodes in the season, depending. Um, yeah, because it's going to be a full on, like they kept call it a pod. That's what I, I that's the first time I've ever seen that lingo. Like uh, they called, you know, LM, this was the end of the LMD pod. Uh, and the promo doesn't have one. So I kind of hope they're getting rid of the secondary title. I don't think it needs it. Um. But, like, I, I hope that the framework thing lasts at least two episodes and it's not like Flashpoint. Yeah. Where it's, like, one episode or, like, 85% of an episode. Um, but because in, in the ideal world, Bobby and Hunter didn't have to leave for a non-existent spinoff so they could just do an Inhumans show with the guy that cut off the guy's wiener in Game of Thrones. What's that dude's name? Uh, this, sure. po- this pod is called Agents of Hydra. Oh, really? Yeah. For fuck's sake, really? <laughs> I mean, that's kind of neat, but like after the words, we don't need the secondary title. At least it's not like Agent Super Shield. Let's be thankful. <laughs> um, well, so then that might last longer than we even think. So it's gonna be cool, regardless. And I did read in that article. Like, before I even would have guessed what they were doing, they said that, like, this last arc's going to be really rewarding for everyone that's stuck around. I'm like, oh, that doesn't mean it's the final season stuff. Just please. <laughs> don't don't it, go. Please. Don't go, Colson. Like, 
Please don't. Uh, like, I hope that... In, in general, I just hope it's renewed and stays as is, but I, if it did get cancelled, whether it would be at the end of this season or hell, even next season, and it was more like a... Like, even if they know ahead of time and can plan out some sort of ending, but still were ending earlier than they thought, I would be like pretty disappointed in Marvel if they didn't try to put it on Netflix. Yeah. Since it was, like, their first show, and it's done so much. Like, uh, even in this episode... Oh, sorry, go ahead. The Wikipedia says, uh, Agents of Hydra will last the final seven episodes, which sees a what-if virtual reality that includes the return of former series regular Brett Dalton as Grant Ward. The series also deals with how the film Captain America's Civil War affects the series and continues storylines established in the cancelled series Agent Carter. Oh, so. shit. This is going to be off the chain. Like, full <laughs> on, Mel B. Mel B's going to be there in this ideal world. Nick Cannon didn't get fired as the host. Or <laughs> quit. Uh, so. So maybe, I hope it lasts two episodes. It's probably going to last like six now. And I look like an idiot. Yeah, I mean, knowing that the, like, Agents of Hydra is going to be, uh, the... <laughs> Uh, there's a paragraph about I haven't read it yet, but there's a paragraph about it, and I just see presidency of Donald Trump in blue letters <laughs> as a link on Wikipedia. Uh, good times. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, the knowledge that like that's the last pod, as they're calling it. Why don't they just call it the third? But what the hell uh, does that mean? Uh, knowing that's the last one, I, I'm just pro- this will probably last until probably about four to five episodes. And then they like they gotta break free, and then they gotta like kill everybody and shit. So yeah, because I assumed it was gonna be like one to two episodes of them getting everyone out, and then like regrouping in the real world. But now it's probably gonna more like be most of it, and then the last two to three episodes are the regrouping part. So that's nice though, because it gives you time to actually live in that world, which is cool. Um, and it means like Brett Dalton's gonna be back for more than just an episode. Yeah. And a potential for a Bobby and Hunter cameo. It says, uh, he also noted that the entire pod does not take place in the framework, but we'll be spending some time there for sure. So, sounds like well, at, least, at least three to four, I would say. Well, that, that could also mean, like, you know, we'll still get scenes of, like, oh, yeah, Ada yeah. and stuff in the real world. So, I don't know. Regardless, it's exciting. Like, it's really exciting. Like, this, this season as a whole has been very kind of all over the place because of this whole pod thing. Yeah. <laughs> but I've liked a lot of it. Because it's weird because, like, the Darkhold stuff directly led into this, but it feels like the LMD stuff is more in line with, like, the flow of storytelling. As It seemed like they just took a random detour for Ghost Rider because Marvel made him, almost. Yeah. And they, they made it work in terms of the Darkhold leading to the, the larger LMD storylines. And it especially feels like that because the LMD thing was the cliffhanger for season three. So, right. um, but yeah, it, it is weird. And I, I've talked about it before is that I hope they don't always adhere to that for however long they continue. Cause sometimes it works, but like when you force it, like once upon a time did that and then they stopped cause they realized that it was handicapping them a bit or like deterring their creativity when they kept having to, uh, stop and start storylines like sagas almost. Yeah instead of just letting it flow naturally so uh, but like the second half has been great and like a lot of unexpected twists and stuff and some so i'm really excited i hate that we have to wait for april though like oh yeah, man it sucks jesus that's insane 
Oh, wow. It could be just an April Fool's joke. <laughs> Fool me once, strike three. Uh, but I think I think that's it for shows. Lead, I, I'm still always a week behind on Legion. And this last week was just like him in the facility, like going through memories and reading a creepy children's book. And I still <laughs> don't know who's real and who's just a personality. <laughs> uh, I haven't watched it yet, but... Spoiler we'll alert. <laughs> Spoiler I mainly alert, just want to know. Still. Like, uh, like, without spoiling anything, like, there's another scene that sort of goes more into when they switched places, but I'm just still so confused about that. Like, whether they did or whether she's just an alternate personality. Yeah. Especially since, like, I'll read interviews where I'm like, oh, she seems like a real character. I'm like, well, but then would they give it up? And then, like, the insanity just, you know, leaps into the real world. But it's it's still good, if albeit confusing. So yeah, that I think is all the shows that you watch. I have yep. like fifty million more in my head. <laughs> <laughs> all right, now it's time for uh, final thingies MP3. Final thingies MP3P was an impromptu yawn. Kevin was getting me tired with this quiet snoring. <laughs> TTMF I don't know why I said that was such a positive TTMF might happen next week if we're not too tired by the time we get to it so make sure to send in those Q's not the O's but the Q's just add tails to your O's and then send them in <laughs> you know how it is next Kamen Rider's Kamen Rider Q's confirmed maybe we called it the gimmick's gonna be shoving tails into O's that sounded, that that's, sounded weird. That's oddly sexual. Maybe it'll be the eggs thing, and the O's are the eggs. Finally get the monster eggs after years <laughs> of waiting. Was that the rumor for O's? Was it O's that the egg rumor yeah. was for? Yeah, okay. yeah, O's was the egg rumor. I don't no, know why that's around one I never that, forget. So. Yeah. Uh, did you die at some point? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I wasn't in the fandom at the time. Oh, okay. I guess... Yeah, I guess like, that's true, because those I, are the first Yeah, I jumped into Ryder, like, full-on with Double. Yeah, because uh, that was... We started the podcast, like, mid-Double, so we never talked about, like, Double Rumors or anything. Yeah, I don't even, like, know any Double Rumors, because, like, I was just casually watching, uh, like, Kiva, and Decade. then I, I watched Decade as, as it was airing, but I wasn't, like, stalking forums or something. I just remember seeing those weird behind-the-scenes pictures of Double and going, what the fuck yeah. is this guy? Same. <laughs> what is a common writer? Defenders of Antara. That was back when Dragonite was a thing. Man, we were all so innocent. There was still some pureness in my heart somewhere. Just been <laughs> killed out, and my heart got screen capped, and now it's gone. Just 